let's rock and roll. Hello and happy Thursday and welcome to the Cast Cast. I'm Jess from the United States. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm Ilsa from South Africa because apparently we're introducing our, um, uh, our geographical location. <laughs> no. And I'm Ella from Australia. You could tell that. Don't pretend you couldn't tell. We one time got a message. They said that they couldn't tell which of us was which so i'm hoping that like uh-huh. maybe having a little bit of identifying information will help yeah that's nice okay yeah um i like that you did that that was kind that was kind <laughs> of you who are you castillo Um, so this week we are discussing season five, episode three, Free to Be You and Me. It aired uh, September 24th, 2009, and it was written by Jeremy Carver, directed by Jay Miller Tobin. That's all I got to say for the introduction. Nice. <laughs> um, Done. In the bag. But before we get into all of that good stuff, we have a little mailbag. So the first one is an anonymous message from on Tumblr that says, I just wanted to say, I cannot wait for the episodes on Free to Be You and Me and the end. And I want to say, good, good, what was I going to say? No no problem. uh, You're in luck. luck. Yes, thank you. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) You're in luck. We're here now. In the next two weeks, all of your dreams will be be granted. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Wow. The, <laughs> the language part of the brain, I don't think is fully online yet. I'm working on it. That's it's very That's early. Warming up. We have a little emoji in our Discord server. It's called it's 7 a.m. And it's specifically for Jess to use. It's extremely before. 7 a.m. <laughs> it's very 7 a.m. right now. Okay. And then the next one comes from Math Music Reading on Tumblr who says, I'm so excited you guys exist. I just discovered you. You've been around for two months and I don't follow lots of SPN content on Tumblr. So I'm worried over my just now finding out about you. I hope lots of people are listening and discussing and boosting you guys. A cast episodes podcast is exactly what I've been wanting. And we want to say thank you so much. That is so cute. So sweet. That is so cute. Uh, I just want to say, don't be worried over just now finding yeah. us. You, like, sweet. I appreciate that this is a very, very sweet ask. You're a very sweet person for this. And we're so happy to have you. We're so glad to have you. I love that you, I love your URL, by the way. I love that it's math music re- reading and you just seem to know what you're about. <laughs> and I really like that. <laughs> um, This says... From Bedland, the Tumblr user Bedland, not to be confused with the writer Bedland, future guest of the show, friend of the show, um, (laughs) who says, Ben, just Ben Edland, please put some respect on Benjamin Ezra Edland's name. Can't wait for 504 when you have him and Separus on as guest stars. And I want to say, why do you know his middle name? How do you know his middle name? Do you have a connection with Ben Edlin? We do need that, actually. If so, Get in touch. If so, please if contact you know how to us. contact him, we need help. Jesus, that's crazy. <laughs> this is our plea. Um, 
Anyone who knows how to get in contact get with him, contact. please DM us. We're having um, issues. We're having some trouble. <laughs> not as easy as we imagined. But still, stay tuned. Ben Edlund very much stay will be tuned. a guest on the cast cast. No, not necessarily, yeah, not necessarily 504, although that would be the dream. And if we get him to agree to that, I would do 504 again. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> I want him for Men Who Would Be King. Yeah. I want him. I actually want him for eight twenty one, the great escapist. But that you know, that's me. I um, lucky want him for golden time. What if he just becomes the fourth host? <laughs> <laughs> what if he just guests regularly? To me, he, he just is a... the fourth host. <laughs> <laughs> so we're an incomplete podcast right now, um, Mr. Edlund. If you are checking out our podcast, which almost certainly you're not, um, but. <laughs> If, if you're listening to this, we would love to have you. I think we would have a good time together, and I would really like to pick your brain. Um, perhaps in the Egyptian sense. We don't know. We'll see. Um, I would just like to note that I would also love to speak to Sephiroth, but um, that's going to have oh. to wait for the DTA podcast that eventually <laughs> exists. <laughs> we, we did discuss it, listeners, but... I'm simply not going to read DTA ever. and It's just not happening. El- neither <laughs> Ellen nor Ilsa have finished it. So it would just be a little yeah. like. <laughs> I've, I've, like I, I've read it and I like it. I, um, I can't say this though, because I think you guys will kill me ritually. But maybe I should say this. That's not Cass. <clears throat> I still like him. That's, it's just, that's not, I mean, um, that's not Cass. <laughs> Say that. I'm going to just try and move past that without <laughs> unpacking all of that because there's simply not enough time to point out how wrong you are. But we must continue. <laughs> Thank you for being brave and tolerating. Um, the, the breath that I took. I wonder if it picked up on the mic. The I really scented myself. So. You're, being, you're being so brave, Ella. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jess. Jess, I know you would agree with me. Don't even start. Okay, I agree um, 1,000%, but so, I think it's really brave of Ella to be able to just, like, absorb that just and move, move forward. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Very much so. Um, we'll I get do, into it next I, week. We will get into it next week. We'll I, definitely I am, I am get into reserving it. a, a five-minute rant section for me to explain inverse cast you're very optimistic to think it would be five minutes i'm actually so excited to talk about the end because it's like (laughs) it's a rich text crazy it yeah definitely it is this is why i would like to have ben edlin discuss it with us i also personally i would like to tell him and it might be ruined by uh, by me saying this now again mr edlin if you're checking up on us just to see if you would be willing to (laughs) to join <laughs> join us for a little bit um so, so i do want to i, I want to be able to tell him personally about the fact that that episode that he wrote sparked a, a t- fanfic that is over a million words long i feel like he has um, to know yeah yes, somebody, somebody, like, somebody. he used to go to cons oh my god jess jinx he um <laughs> he like someone's got to have explained it it's been around for ages Oh, that's true. It's just like if yeah, not, that's true. if it was us, that would be a joy. So Ben, it would be a joy to discuss Benjamin with him. Ezra <laughs> Edlin. You sound like you're proposing. <laughs> He's taken. 
Sorry, that was so loud. Um, <laughs> we're proposing for you to be on our podcast. We would love that. We think you'd have a good time. We really mm-hmm. do. Our heads are massive. Our hearts and our heads are massive. And our okay. dicks. My heart is... <laughs> if that is my persuasive heart, to you at all, Ben Hedlund. If that's something, if it, if it sways you in any way. This is crazy. We haven't are we even done with the, the intro? Yeah, we sure are. We, we sure are. We should get out of here because it's getting dangerous. We haven't even started talking about free to be you and me, and we're already talking about dicks. Well, um, so that's you know, uh, go silly uh, mode. Go silly mode this morning. <laughs> it's a good episode to be silly mode on because it yeah. is a very silly episode. It's kind of crazy. It's a good episode, but it's also kind of silly yeah like you said yeah um just quickly like broad strokes how do you guys feel about the episode so Hmm. you think it's good Ilse? i i like this episode i I love how i took a little breath like i was like this is gonna be such a complicated answer but it's not i just think that this is very much a dean studies episode to me um and the lucifer stuff makes me insane it makes me so 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 scared i think this is the best lucifer work they did maybe ever hmm uh, and that's uh, I I I like it, but I wish it was more cast centric. Although I understand why they had to have this episode in terms of the show. I just yeah, this is a Dean episode to me, which is fine. I like him still. How about you, Jess? Um. Okay, I'm gonna say something maybe a little controversial. Go for it. I feel like this episode is fine. I don't love it. I like conceptually some things that they do. Um, I think yeah. that I hate Cass's characterization in this episode. Some of it is just really like certain weird. lines yeah. and stuff, and we'll get to it. We'll talk about it. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't surely. Really make sense. Well, I think we're on the same page yeah. on that one. There's, I think we're thinking mm. of the same thing. And Sam's shit is insane. Like, what the fuck is going so, on with that? What like, is going that- on? Yeah. Really, yeah, look, we'll get into it. Doesn't make any sense. Nobody in the world has ever behaved in this manner. Like, it's so insane. They were like, oh, Sam can't be a hunter. And then they immediately forgot how to, like, do anything even remotely human-like. The girl is behaving like a crazy she's person the whole time. Thank you. She's Sam she's is scary. being nuts. The hunters who come to find him are totally outlandish like i was like what on (laughs) earth is going on here it was terrible (laughs) thank you for saying that i feel like this episode is almost two episodes in one like i think they probably could have done a whole episode about finding Raphael and that whole journey of like you know even just the whole haha like showing Cass how to be human thing and then have a, like a whole nother episode of this whole thing that's going on with Sam. Like it maybe give it some more weight. I don't know. Involve Bobby a bit more. Something. Yeah, I I think they just didn't have the budget. This episode felt like very kind of just like strained and off kilter. Like, but there are some really fun parts in it as well. So you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I very always iconic. just remember the fun parts and kind of oh, yeah. like how it fits in with the season. But as a standalone episode, it it's strange. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we can start up. Um, <laughs> so like we see Sam waking up this motel, um, and then like Jessica is in his bed. Oh my God. Jess from, you know, the pilot rest in peace. Jess from my life. 
Just from my just name. From, <laughs> just from Jess's name. Um, the other Jess, yes. The, I'm just, can we call her Jessica? Because it's confusing to me. Okay. Like, <laughs> um, wait, can I just like go on an incredibly brief tangent? Yes. One of the eeriest things that's ever happened to me. Okay, that's an insane exaggeration. But like a very, <laughs> um, like an eerie thing that happened to me once is that I was just like clicking around through blogs on Tumblr and I stumbled upon this SPN blog and she was talking about um, Jess possessed by Lucifer and was calling oh, yeah. that concept Jessifer. And that was <laughs> so crazy because when I was a kid, my nickname was Jessifer because my what? brother's name is Christopher and my mom one time was like yelling at us and she said um she said Jessifer instead of Jess, Jesse and Christopher. <laughs> um and she yeah. just like smashed it together into Jessifer and we all like fell about the place. It was so funny and then like for the rest of my childhood they just like that was my childhood nickname. Um and then to stumble onto a random Tumblr blog that was like using this word that's like very intimate to me because it's like specifically something that only my family has ever called me i was like you're in the twilight zone this is much this is much um too much some might say yeah me for example i think this is too much i think that this person should stay out of your life i know i'm like can you back off bitch (laughs) mind their business for a second yeah that's crazy. That's really scary. I'm sorry about that. Freaky. <clears throat> but Jess- Jessica from the show freaky. as Lucifer, pretty fun. She's pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't check on the actor's names because I literally finished this episode. Just Adrian Palicki. Watch Friday Night Light. She's, She's in that. Great. She's really good. And that show is really good. She's good. I've heard you that. always say things to me like the show is really good. And then I tell you again, <laughs> I don't have time. Because I'm re-watching a show that is sometimes not really good. Sometimes yeah. very good. But other times, you know. I think I just have to assume that if it's like a teen drama from the 2000s, you've not watched it. You haven't watched the OC. Yeah. You, you should assume Friday that. Lights. You should definitely, definitely assume that. Well, we we see Sam talking to Jessica, right? Um, which is yeah. a bit freaky. Don't really know what's going on. Um, she's basically like... Saying he can't run from himself. It's this very, like, cryptic back and forth. Um, Creep. Yeah, I guess you assume that Sam's, like, dreaming. She's basically saying that he's running away. Um, He's saying it's different this time. And, you know, she's saying, you know, same song, different verse. The people, like, closest to him always die. And, like, he can't really run from who he is. There's a whole lot of stuff that goes on with Sam in this episode. But there's so much also going on with Cass. And I just, we do not have enough time to go into all of this. Yeah, we can't talk about all the same stuff. Sorry. This is the Cass cast. I am going to be, I'm just going to be speed running all the Sam scenes. Like, sorry. Like, there's just no time. Sorry, Sam girls. I, I would just like to, I would just like to say that, like, Sam, what's going on with him in this episode is crazy. And I watched the scenes with, um, Jess, uh, aka Lucifer. <laughs> I almost said Jessifer just now. <laughs> I hate this. Um, uh, I watched those scenes, uh, um, but I skipped the stuff at the bar because Lindsay, I think her name is, is crazy. Mm-hmm. And she is really off-putting. And I didn't really care about his stint as normal boy. Um, and I didn't have time. So I skipped it. Sorry. <laughs> well, I, I watched it, but... <laughs> 
I have light notes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I was um entranced in this scene. Jared Padalecki is like acting is when you twitch parts of your face individually. Really? <laughs> <laughs> He's like acting and reacting is about making your forehead twitch and then your left uh-huh. cheek and then your right cheek and then your chin. Absolutely. Um it's crazy. And then you do it again. <laughs> yep. And then you do I it think... again. And it was very much happening in this conversation with Jessica. And I was like, huh. Interesting. I do think that some of it works. I, I don't know if this is because he just did it for so long that it, it just became part of Sam's character. But like for Sam, who's kind of a repressy, kind of very in control or I die kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that works. I see that. We then jump back one week the title card says and there's a little montage i forgot to look up what song it is too do either of you know off the top of your head simple man i can't remember by who hold on i'll find it it's from leonard skinner okay um yeah (laughs) and it's just like a little montage we're kind of jumping between sam and dean um we see dean is alone on a vampire hunt and there's a lot of kind of comical like uh, comparative shots of you know Sam cutting onions or lemons or something. It was lemons. I didn't see. All I could notice was his terrible like knife technique. I think I've actually that commented on this true. before <laughs> in the rapture. But I always notice when people like are doing something really like n- not organically. Like he's gonna hurt his wrist doing it like that anyway. <laughs> um, and then we see like Dean cutting off the vampire's head. I guess like blood everywhere. That's the whole thing. That's his. Um, that's his vibe. This this little montage is so cute and funny because they're like, look at this, and they're like the way that they're cutting back and forth. They were clearly just like, you know, they were like, we're going to really do something, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's not subtle. <laughs> it's not subtle, and but I think sometimes a show should do stuff that's not subtle. Like you should just just try sometimes right like yeah they're, they're and, trying something new we don't often get a montage like this so yeah it was fun yeah sure i yeah can i can i just say that at the end of the montage when sam is oh, sorry when dean is looking over at the empty shotgun seat i thought we were gonna get cast sorry about my notes cast <laughs> in all caps and then we didn't get cast sorry about oh never mind <laughs> <laughs> and then in the my next note is oh okay cast because it's the you know it's that scene Ella will tell you about this scene. It's this is a this is like <laughs> this is a very <laughs> iconic scene. Like it's very much. If so. you go on any like Dean Cast compilation video, it's always yeah, shot from this scene because it's very are, important. There is probably a like heteronormative mindset explanation for a lot of the choices made in the construction of this episode. Um, I've not been able to locate them. They're literally just it. boy besties. It's just, like, Sorry? normal behavior between two men who are friends and don't have any other feelings for each other. I'm so tired of you fangirls that are, like, just because one guy <laughs> says to another guy that he's not going to let him die a virgin and then takes him to a brothel and then the other guy can't perform in the brothel and then they both leave the brothel and then the other guy is like, I haven't laughed like this in years. I've never laughed like this before with you and, and like, I love you so much. Like, they're like, oh, that's gay. And it's like, no, this is just, like, the way that two boys who are friends will behave with each other. Oh, my God. The woke police. <laughs> okay, well, Jess, okay, cool. I'm glad that you've got that mindset because, like, I all I could see <laughs> was, like, weird, sexy stuff. So... The Thelma and Louise, remember? 
I'm yeah. I thank yeah. you for like helping us out. You're so helping welcome. us out just to be normal. Thank you because like I sometimes like when when someone makes a, a Thelma and Louise reference and uh, about like holding hands and sailing off a cliff together. Famously, before which Thelma and Louise kiss, which is just like that. what two straight women who are friends will do with each other. Like I don't understand where this is coming from mm-hmm. with you people. Like mm-hmm. sure, I have kissed ex girlfriends, <laughs> but that doesn't mean like mm-hmm. that it's um, that it was a sexual thing. Like always, you know. This could be my toxic bi agenda. Like yeah, it has know, to be clouding my view. This is because I'm not straight. Like that's what's happening here. <laughs> No, this episode is incredibly crazy. You guys have jumped the gun on all the fucking hilarious things. Sorry. (laughs) We'll talk about it again and it will still be funny. It's been funny for years. It's been funny for like over a decade. So I think we're good. So basically what's happened is the first thing we see is Cass popping up right behind Dean. um, And we get the iconic legend. Cass, we've talked about this personal space. Which is like I would like to see them talk about this. Undoubtedly, a reaction to their insane scene last week from the mm. writers' room. Do you know what I mean? But when did they talk about it? No, I know, but I'm saying like I'm assuming that what happened was that like everybody online like commented about it or something. Do you know what I mean? Like I actually don't know how much time <laughs> yeah. between yeah, episodes, but, <laughs> but like it's undoubtedly yeah. a literal reaction to their insane scene last week where they stand two inches away from each other and Cass whispers to Dean right. like <laughs> and then he's like doing it again in this episode and they're like okay we mm. need to like we need to make this seem not gay before we go make them be incredibly gay. <laughs> I wonder if the 502 script is out. <laughs> make Dean say the craziest shit ever. Yeah. There's just, like, um, what they've done in this episode with their whole uh, buddy cop situation, Fun. it doesn't have to be so queer. Like, there is there yeah. is a heteronormative way to write all these things. But right. time after time, they have just made these decisions that make their relationship different. And it is... Mm. And, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Also, Jeremy Carver's another person that I, I want to study like a bug, so we're just going to have to keep sh- that... I genuinely was going to ask, like, what's wrong with you? Why did you do these things? <laughs> like, Ugh. okay. Um, it's on purpose. It's on purpose. And it has, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's weird. Like, okay, so, you know, okay, so jumping ahead, not really jumping ahead, but right after that, basically what happened is that Cass is looking for Dean, so he uh, was told by Bobby that he was there because he still I have a note. Him, obviously. I have a note. What? I love that Bobby is a little gossip. Um, Bobby <laughs> will tattletale. Love this. He's got all these phones. Like, he's a gossip queen. He's a gossip queen. Good for him. Anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> this, oh, God, this episode is going to be silly. All right. Um, Cass, <laughs> Cass you hasn't found God. And Cass hasn't found God yet. And so he needs Dean's help. Um, and he's saying that he's going to find the um, archangel that killed him, who is Raphael. I think this is the first time that we hear Raphael, right? Yes. No. I think so. Um, that sounds right. Know. Yeah. Um, and he has heard basically that he's walking the earth. We know that this is the first time that we've heard of Raphael because um, Dean makes the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Angel yes. joke. 
Yes. I didn't write down every one of Dean's little jokes in this episode because they're not as funny as I usually find them. Oh my gosh. I found this one funny. I wrote down pretty good. <laughs> I think it's funnier that Cass didn't react to it at all. He's just like, yeah. He's just like, I've got shit going He's on. like, whatever. Like, this is my life. <laughs> and, you know, Dean's basically like, you know, I'll, you know, all right, like, isn't this, like, dangerous? And then he says the whole, like, so I'm Thelma and you're Louise. I've just got in my notes, babe. And, like, I don't even call people babe, but that is the word that I follow up. That's where we're at right now. It's like, dude, (laughs) buddy. (laughs) Just, like, that's the reference that he's gone to, like. (laughs) Yeah, because he's, I mean, he just loves film. Okay. Do you ever, like, accidentally say something, like, way too revealing, like, by accident? Right. That's what this is. Like, every single day. He's grasping for any reference that he can make, and he can't stop saying this gay shit. He's like, Thelma and Louise, Bert and Ernie are gay. Like, like, he can't stop himself, but he doesn't necessarily, like, want to be saying this. I feel like after each of these things, he's like, why did I say that? Fuck, why did I say that? Again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think this is what happens sometimes when you're away from your family for a bit. I don't like this is me projecting so hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when you're away from your family for a bit and um and you you just get a lot more comfortable with yourself and you just start talking like a person and then you you get back to a situation like maybe it's not your family, but it is like a situation where you can't be saying all the shit that you would be saying if you were totally comfortable. <laughs> um yeah. That's so, so real. I'm imagining more of a situation where he hasn't actually spoken to anybody in like days. Oh my god, yeah. And yeah. you're like and this. just like suddenly words are coming out of you at like four hundred words per minute. Like you're just like <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Motor mouth He's just been like watching realness. TV most of the time. So like he probably just watched it. Like yeah. maybe he and he's also just watched some <laughs> He was being sad. He was like, I need to cry about something. <laughs> um and so he watched some Sesame Street. Is it Sesame Street? The Burton Ernie one? Uh, yeah. A Burton Ernie from Sesame Street? What's wrong with me? Just yeah, so like, they are. Hey, it's okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, thank you. Just needed to check. Burton Ernie are from Burton Ernie to me. <laughs> they're from when, the, when you're in love with your roommate. That's what they're from. Um, yeah. And also, sorry, Jess, this is so way late, but you said by accident, and I do think it's literally a by accident. So you're welcome. Really good <laughs> okay. job. All right, Thank you enough for that. with the wordplay. <laughs> There's your wordplay. Um, yeah, so then Cass is basically saying, like, no, that y- you'll be fine because you're Michael's vessel. Obviously, just reiterating to the viewer at home that he is. Um, just remember no, that harm part. him and then he right. like pleads for dean's help and he says to him because he's the only one who will help him um and then dean insists that they drive um because he didn't ship for a week um yeah. the last time he got zapped somewhere which too personal again it's like too personal dean rain it in <laughs> yeah because he hasn't he hasn't spoken to it to a person gas is like uh, um okay <laughs> God, you know, when your crush says something that's so not hot and you're just like, hmm, will this cure me? But unfortunately for Cass, it does not. <laughs> it does not. It didn't do anything to help. <laughs> um, and then our first little cut away to Sam um, 
Um, I'm gonna start calling him Keith Sam. I Keith Sam. the name Keith slays me. I'm like, <laughs> it's so it's funny, funny to me for some reason. It's so Eddie. with his sideburns, it makes perfect sense. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> that's keith yeah that is keith and he's in his little like he's got his hair like combed back because he's going to work i don't know something about it is just so he's Mwah, chef's he should kiss. be wearing a hairnet he um he didn't die uh when he hitchhiked luckily we were a bit worried about that last episode we were um, i was he's being totally interrogated by the co-worker who we find out is Lindsay. <laughs> um I know you guys are saying it's so silly, but I do do also just love the idea of this, like, she's just like a woman, you know, she's like in a small town, she's working at this bar, you know, she's an addict, and he starts working there. Like, I do kind of love the idea of her just, like, being so fascinated by him. (laughs) She's not fascinated, dude. She's, like, she's, like, kind of fascinated, but mostly she just wants him, like, which is fair. But she's, like, like, interrogating him. She's, yeah. She's just scary to me. I don't know. But she, she's asking, like, a million questions. To be honest, I feel for this girl because I myself have I made do. a huge fool of myself in front of a really tall guy. Because that can be oh, overwhelming. Well, that's what I'm it's, saying. It is overwhelming. I understand, like, like the emotions that she's experiencing. Like, he's jacked right now. But also, right. like, she's acting crazy. Like, <laughs> she's acting so... She's acting scary. I'm sorry, but, like, it's weird. She's like, tell me your life story. I'm like, girl, he'll just fuck you. Like, you don't have to, like, get to know you him. You don't have to do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, let me fix you. And Sam's like, I'm really not interested in that. Thanks. I would rather not be fixed. Also, you can't fix him, so. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just projecting. Like, I think people who. <laughs> yeah. People who work in bars are just like this. That Like, I, I believe mm. it. I believe it. Oh, no. Okay. I believe sure. she's out there. <laughs> Lindsay. I believe Lindsay is out there. If you're a Lindsay, right. if you're well. a Lindsay and you work in the bar and you're a bit of a creep, <laughs> DM us. Let's let's talk. What's your deal? All right. So that's it for that scene. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Thank God. Um, yeah. <laughs> we then jump back to Cass and Dean getting out of the Impala. Um, they're about to go chat to a sheriff. Uh, who I don't know. I guess Cass has somehow found out. That uh, I think the sheriff has seen Raphael. Um, Cass is kind of saying he wants to be like direct with all the questioning and st- just straight up about it. And yeah. Dean insists that when humans want something really, really bad, they lie. It very, like you said, Dean studies could talk this about that in 20 minutes. Episode. I genuinely could. But instead, I want to talk about, I want to talk about the fake names that Dean chooses. Um, they're from a buddy cop comedy. So that's like, <laughs> Another example of of the million references he's making in this episode. Uh, referencing at the speed of light. Love this guy. On this drive, from from when we last saw them to now, at some point, they went to a place and got a little passport photo taken, and then they went to another place and used someone someone's fucking computer to make like uh, <laughs> something in library? like Windows fucking right. like paint, and then <laughs> <laughs> they like. Went to some place, I don't know what you guys would call them, like some photocopy kind of place and like paid to get it printed. Yeah. Um, What I'm saying is that like this is a really craft intensive task and like we know that the boys do this all the time because we see all their fake IDs, but it just reminded me that I want to see it. I want to see arts and crafts. (laughs) I want to see it so bad. I want to see them in that store. 
This show sucks. It's very frustrating to to work on uh, Windows Paint, for example. Um, and I think Dean has like a template that he carries around on the U on a on a little USB. Um, and so he just plugs that into the library computer. I want to see it. Like we were saying earlier, if they split this episode into episodes, we could have just had a whole how to hunt and it would have been like him showing Cass what they're going to do. And it could have been, oh, it just would have been so fun. I just want to see them with little like exacto knives and like, I don't know, Cass hopping in like a little fucking photo booth. It would rule. It would (sighs) rule. Anyway, I just, I just, my notes in that were all in capitals because I was just really like, God damn it! Again, we've not seen something that would be totally we've fun to see. Robbed. We've been robbed. And then, like, they go inside, and throughout this whole scene, um, the sheriff is basically just saying like it was a riot. And then Cass is just kind of trying to still tell the truth, like he keeps just uh, jumping in. Um, and they eventually find out that like there was one guy who was, you know, in the middle of all of it, and the sheriff saw him, and it's Donnie Finneman. Um, so he makes me so sad. Yeah, well, so they, they think he's dead, but then he's like, no, um, he's at the hospital. This, yeah, so they they go and you see we see them finding him at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, this poor fucking guy. This makes me so mad. Like they they kind of go back on this um, in the canon. Go back on it. Yeah. They never fucking mention it again. <laughs> There's nothing to go back on. It's just like everybody's just fine after being an archangel vessel. It, this watching uh, this, the only I was like, t- they the just abandoned thing this. Oh, <laughs> Nick, Nick should have been a fucking like... vegetable. I never want to see that motherfucker yeah. again. Oh, he was so no, boring. Okay. He should have well, been dead. So. The the fact that like you can survive after one dies inside of you. Anyway, so the only thing I can think of is like I feel like it's maybe something that gets like threatened to Michael Dean. I I don't know. I I might be imagining that, but yeah, it's so cruel and it's like it's just another fucking black character as well who is just like life ruined forever i think the actor does a great job at especially he's really good Raphael, so it's he's so good demore um, barnes is the actor demore barnes yeah he's really mm. imbues him with a with a like a gravitas that is very compelling i really like it and he's like somebody who turns up in a lot of tv shows and he's another guy that i'm just like always happy to see He's in American Gods. He plays mm. Mr. Ibis and is really good. Fantastic. But I Fantastic. specifically like love him as Raphael. And I'm like, the fact that every Archangel gets to come back except Raphael, I'm like, yeah, fuck yourselves so forever. Fun. Like, Raphael's a good fucking character. And like, <laughs> it makes me so mad. <laughs> but- yeah, like all the other ones are kind of boring. Like I'm sorry to say this. Gabriel is the second most interesting one. Yeah. I feel like he honestly matches um Lucifer's the energy. energy at the start. Yeah. Yeah. And, like early Lucifer yeah. for being just like we are archangels, we're like all powerful and like all of this stuff. Like Yes, yes, yes. Raphael does a really great job of that. Yes, yeah, exactly. I, I really like how like all the archangels kind of have a different point of view on the situation. They're like, very they distinct. All disagree. Yeah, and it would have been yeah. really interesting. Um, like this is obviously jumping so ahead, but what happens in season fifteen? It would have been great if like somehow all of them were back and could be kind of having that debate instead of it just yeah. being the whole like fucking Jack off Lucifer Michael situation, mm. whatever the fuck that was. It makes no fucking yeah. sense. Anyway, 
Also, what they do with Lucifer, like, Lucifer in this episode is so scary, so compelling. What the, the thing that they do with him earlier in the show, and I think it's this season as well, where they're, where they're like, he doesn't lie, he doesn't have to. Yeah. Um, Another thing that, that they simply that are a, not interested in later. They just don't care, mm-hmm. because, like, their little genre TV show can't keep up with that mm-hmm. idea. Even though that, that idea is one of the strongest that they've ever presented. It's like, just the whole Buck Lemming bullshit. Like, they loved him, and they just kept bringing him back. Like, But, like, just do something. If you're going to bring him back, write him well. Like, it's very frustrating to me. People think he's funny. Like, people stan him. They, those people exist. I've, I've seen them. I feel like you're lying to me. Well, they should get some fucking taste. I was about to yeah. say, like, I feel like you're lying. Like, that's not real, surely. I don't know, like, this episode's uh, Lucifer's really good and creepy. He pretended to be someone's girlfriend, or dead girlfriend, and was in bed with, with this person. They made out! Like, they made out! <laughs> What's the same thing from 501? They, it's scary! It's, it's, it's so horror. gross. It's horror. Yeah, this is, this is when Supernatural is best at horror, not when it's gore. Sometimes when it's gore, it's pretty good still. Um, but like this, this is what it's about to me. I don't know. I like yeah. this a lot. I think we've anytime we're gonna we see Raphael like just like five times. I think like it's done so great, and then yeah, the show just never picks up that whole thread again, and it's so disappointing. Um, <sighs> so Raphael's so we'll presence, dude. Raphael's yeah. presence is so good. I yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um, next up, <laughs> something I noted with Sam in this scene is he's scrolling through a lot of contacts. I don't believe he's got that many contacts. Who are all those people? Yeah, he doesn't know that many <laughs> Those are Stanford people. That's... Uh... <laughs> oh, what, he's had the same phone throughout this know. whole time? So he just transfers. Just... Yeah, that, actually, that does make sense. You're right. Never mind. It should just be like Dean Bobby Cass. That's... <laughs> He doesn't That's have cat. Well, no, he does have cast this time. Never mind. I'm back. Yeah, well, so he... Oh, something we skipped earlier, I guess, is that there's, you know, some weird fucking omens, blah, blah, blah. He called Bobby. Because <laughs> um, he's like, things are sus over here. And Bobby's like, hmm, I know someone over there who could go check it out. And Sam's like, I can't do that later. <laughs> Gotta go. Hangs up. Um, Bobby's just, like, sitting, being sad in his house, in his um, chair. I get that. Yeah, that's it. That's that whole scene. Um, <laughs> Jumping right next, over that. Um, <laughs> next is fun. They're they're squatting. I love it when they squat. <laughs> How do you find a house to squat in? I don't you just drive around. You'd be a character in Supernatural. Just... Step one. <laughs> <laughs> you just look for some place that looks really fucked up, and then you're like, yeah, sure, yeah. I'll do it. This will do. <laughs> Cass pops back into the the scene, um, and he's got some holy oil from J- Jerusalem. I I I enjoy a lot of things about this scene, and I I almost yeah. was like, do I just quote the whole fucking thing? But that would take too long. <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes it's worth it, but I I get it. <laughs> I, I did like when he's like, uh, Dean asks him where he's been, and he's like Jerusalem. And Dean was like, oh, "Fucking okay, how what how was it? Like, oh, like that's a normal thing to say. Like, he's being very sarcastic." And Castiel earnestly goes, "Aaron, like it was it was." <laughs> I love him. 
you said before, like, you know, some things he says in this app are a bit iffy and that's fine. But when it's good, it's good. And we'll keep him saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. So the holy oil is to uh, be used as part of the ritual to trap Raphael. Um, he says that, like, that it's going to be really, you know, dangerous and then only Dean might survive, you know, implying that he's going to die. And, you know. I love that. Dean's just like, <laughs> last night on Earth. <laughs> You know, what are you going to do? Oh <laughs> Cass God. is like, I'll just sit here quietly. <laughs> Which was so sweet. I just want to say, like, he's it's cutie. honestly so cute that he's just like, I'll just, mm. I, I'll just like sit here quietly. Like, <sighs> mm. <laughs> I love that guy. He's cute. He's a little sweetheart. What was he going to do? Just chill. He was going to chill. You know? Yeah, like. The, all the time that he's been alive, most of the time he's just been sitting there quietly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, no. This leads Dean to kind of, you know, be like, you know, well, come on, you know, there's got to be something. Showing where his mind's at, he's like, booze, women. Um, <laughs> he questions basically whether Cass has been with a woman before. And I, I quote, oh. an angel at least. And I know, I know. Um, it's just my my goggles, my queer goggles that uh, that is see. implying like a kind of <laughs> gender separation. Neutrality. Yeah, gender neutrality. Yeah. Like the angels, uh, something else is going on with them. Um, that's not canon yet, at least. But um, I just I'm like, oh, okay, good to know. <laughs> Interesting. He's thinking that maybe that that's happening with Cass. And then, you know, Cass is just, like, looking nervous. And then Dean's like, you, you know, you haven't been up there doing a little bit of cloud seating. Disgusting. Cass says he's never had occasion. <laughs> um. Okay. This is one of the things where I was just like, uh, this doesn't really make yeah. sense to me. And it's Cass's yeah. embarrassment. Right. Exactly. Never having had sex before. And it's just like, they Why can't would seem he to be... decide... Like, like, why would he be embarrassed about that? That's not something that right. angels do. That would be like my dog being embarrassed that she's never ridden a bike. Like, w- like, <laughs> it doesn't compute, you know? Yeah, the only, the only thing I can think of is that they're trying to like, they're trying to like make the link of like, well, that would be like a sin, and so like, angels would think that that is like sinning. Yeah, but even still, it would be like. Why would he not just be like, of course I've never had sex, that's a sin, like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It it feels so weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's this kind of, like, thing of just like, of course he's embarrassed because he's a grown man who's never had sex. And it's like, well, that's still not really something that he needs that to be embarrassed sense. about. It it's very much the era of the 40-year-old right. virgin, you yeah. know what I mean? Where it's just like, yeah, it's so embarrassing yeah, yeah. if you haven't had sex before. And it's like, um, I don't know, like. Seems like that would maybe be something that you could even like talk about, like, like why should yeah. he? Like what, like what would it give him to do that? Which is something that they explore with Anna, who's like, these are all these like human things that she really enjoys and like wants to experience. Yes, I don't know. It just mm-hmm. it feels like it's just like a thing where they were just like, of course it's embarrassing that a grown man hasn't had sex, and it's like, well, he's not a grown man, first of all. So let's talk about that. You yeah. don't get him like I get him. <laughs> <laughs> say that the same thing comes up later on like in, when he's a human and he has sex like they completely jump over like yeah yeah that just whole the... situation and it's just ha ha he had sex like isn't that great but it's like 
it's like this extremely distressing situation. <laughs> you guys are being so weird about this. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like people were lying to him and uh, there were severe consent issues with the reaper and uh, the vessel that she was using yeah. to have sex with this guy. Like, I, I don't just like it. There's so many things where it's like you you had an idea. And it was interesting. And then you went the most flat surface level that you could with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just lazy. Like, it's, yeah, like, like, I don't think I don't think Ben Edlin would do this kind of joke. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> listen, I listen. I I kind of agree with you, but um, I don't want to sit here and like be like, well, one writer is obviously the writer who should have written the whole show. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking that like there is such a, there's such a more interesting way to have even, right? You know, okay, so Dean wants Cass to get laid. That could be interesting, but it's, it's this, this whole setup is so awkward. Well, like, why don't we talk about like why Dean's like, th- he does the same right, fucking thing to Jack later, which is crazy. Yeah. Of just being. I don't like, think he does that thing to Jack. He, no, he literally does. Remember does when he? they go for a drive together? His first suggestion is to go like get get Jack laid. Are you yeah. serious? Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, in that episode with the girl as well, it's like, yeah, you I know, didn't go think... on a date with her. Wink, wink. I don't remember that. I I remember that totally differently. What is wrong with me? Hey. What? No, it's okay. fine. It's gross. It's, What's wrong with a lot, him? A lot's, going on, a lot's going on in that season. <laughs> a lot of things to be concerned about, so. Lots of things going on in this noggin as well. Um, I just want to say that, like, I, I would get it if, if like, Dean... Dean was like, I don't get, like, why you haven't had sex before. That is so weird. And he kept making, like, 40-year-old version type jokes. Like, yes. I'm, like that would make sense. That make, yes. That is Dean's context. Like, he's like, that's weird. By the way, it doesn't matter. I, like, I know everyone said this. And it's like, well, we're all very sex positive. And, but, like, it does not matter at what age you have sex. Mm-hmm. Like, can yeah, we yeah. all grow up? Anyway. Well, that's what I think it is. I think this writer's room is, like... <laughs> about sex right and like but it like doesn't make sense oh yeah Ugh. yeah it just doesn't make sense i i just like it doesn't like no one has to lose their virginity at a certain age or any and it also specifically a, a goddamn angel who is infinity old does not mm. need to lose his virginity by a certain age or he's he's lame like get real yeah, yeah. it would make it's, much it, more like, sense I, and i think right now Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, just like what you were just literally just saying, Ella, is like it would make much more sense for Dean to be making these jokes and for Cass to be like, why Why would I be embarrassed about that? Which is like a characterization of Cass that we have seen before and we'll see again. Like he's not embarrassed right. by these things because he doesn't know why he should be. So it doesn't make any sense exactly. that like he's embarrassed in the scene. And that actually, like, I think part of the reason that it grates so badly is that one of my favorite things about Cass is that he doesn't mm. adhere to these like frankly silly, uh, like, yeah. Winchester conceptions of like what a man is supposed to be and so they just like right. completely in this episode like destroy that part of him and then it comes back later like it's literally just for this silly little jokey scenario this guy. Yeah. yeah and it's just like don't do that to my boy <laughs> don't do yeah. that to my boy uh, something that I just noticed like is this the oh, yeah. first time that like the three of us have had a real issue with how Cass has been written like, I, I'm thinking back and I, I think can't so. think of a time where we've all kind of been like, wow, this is out of character. We don't vibe with this mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, that sounds right to me. That makes sense. 
because his characterization has been really good so far. And I think we're going to have more of these. <laughs> yeah, they've yeah. really been setting him up as in a, in a really strong way. Something that 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 I like about Cass the most, like you said, is like his 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 removal from this thing. I just wanted to mention there is that that I I can't remember who said it or if it's one post or a bunch of people have talked about it, but um about how there are all these standards of Winchester being a man thing mm-hmm. that you were talking about, mm-hmm. Jess. Um, and how Cass, like, without trying, is, like, better at most of yeah. them. Like, he's yes. stronger. He, yes. he doesn't need all of these things. Like, and he's not as preoccupied with masculinity or... And he doesn't care. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, as, the, as the Winchesters are. And I think a lot of times people are like, well, Sam is so progressive. Sam also has really weird ideas about what it means to be a man. Um, and yeah. I, I think people forget that. And I, I would like to talk about that at some point, but probably not on this podcast. <laughs> anyway. We might have time. We might have time another, later another on. Another time. We're getting to the nitty gritty of... Um, what, what, what's his fan. deal? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like like you were saying, you know, it's like it could be something that Dean is harping on about and we see Cass fight against it. And I think this happens a lot in screenwriting where the writer will be like, I have this idea for the concept of the scene. and But then they fuck up, like, the dialogue and they're like, yeah, you know, this is the concept of the scene. But then they don't mm. realise, like, that they need to, like, <laughs> add more than that. Like, yeah. that, that, that it puts people out of character. Yeah. Like, they've, they've put haha funny joke about Cass over, like, characterization, over, yes. like, I don't know, being sincerely funny. World building how being an angel works quote unquote like what they've established before um can i think we haven't gotten to the best part of the scene um well maybe maybe what happened is (laughs) they thought of the lines um (laughs) they thought (laughs) of dean saying let me tell you something there are two things i know for certain one burton only a gay Two, you are not going to die a virgin. Not on my watch. Let's go. Bars say that to do. <laughs> These guys are so normal. That's what's so awesome about this show. <laughs> I love that he he. This is like two thousand and nine or something, and he's like Bernardi are gay. Um, and then years later, it would come out that the the Bernardi like writer was like, yeah, I based some of it on my relationship with my partner with who is a man yeah (laughs) (laughs) he was literally right right. (laughs) he was right so what's going on what's up there i remember that discourse as a child like i remember it being like oh did you know yeah yeah because like everyone watched sesame street so it was like a thing i remember wow there was discourse in your in your area about whether or not Bert and Ernie was gay? Yeah, in my area. Um, and sure. it would just be like, you know, it was just like a thing because it was weird that like they lived together and had beds and slept in the same room, but they were adults. Well, you know, they're puppets, but they were adults. <laughs> and so I remember, I just totally remember that being a conversation. That is so weird. I just, I never in my life knew that people, told, I was just like, they're puppets. It, <laughs> didn't Probably. really think about it. Okay, but that's cool. Okay, so it could be a thing that people thought and and spoke about. And he was like, totally, definitely, for sure, they are gay. Um, Yeah. 
just a normal okay, a normal sure. straight guy thing to notice and think about a lot. Um, the not on my watch is so fucking funny. Um, <laughs> Why would you say he it? has he has just taken it on board that this is like a mission mission of his tonight, and it is so. <laughs> The triangulation, <laughs> like the kind of. Um, hey, do you want to yeah. explain to our listeners um, who might not know what triangulation is? You just threw in it's that just... term, like it's a thing that everyone knows. Okay, it's just kind of like, why do you care so much, bro? Why do you, why do you... No, I want to hear your definition of what triangulation so is. Yeah, come on, hit us. Oh, come on, like, scholar. Okay, well, is there? Is there? A... <laughs> Wait. She's gonna quickly <laughs> gonna quickly find a definition. Oh man, have I just like made up a word? No, no, that's a thing. People spoke about it a lot, okay. um, like last year. Just last year. <laughs> I mean, in supernatural Tumblr, people spoke about uh-huh, it a lot. Uh-huh. Last year. We talk about a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was like the flavor of the month for a bit. I don't have like a proper definition, but it's basically when you are, I don't know, you are kind of experiencing the feeling of somebody, somebody being sexual, right? Or Mm -hmm. being like attracted. Mm -hmm. Um, And you are like, (laughs) can you guys just read my mind and see the little map that I've got? Okay, so it's like when, it's like when. There's two guys, right? And they want something from each other, but they can't, for whatever reason, act on it. So there's a third thing that they act out these things upon, which is what is happening here. Yeah. There's a proxy, basically. Exactly. Yeah. uh, Proxy is a good word for that. uh, There's there's a desire here that that manifests in a certain way because it can't manifest in any other way. Um, God. Beautifully said, Elsa. They're making a little triangle. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> it can't manifest directly, right? Like, so um, it has to. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, it's just interesting because it's like, you know, they've obviously written it like, ha ha, Dean thinks that's important. But it's also like, ha ha, Dean thinks that's important. Hmm? Weird. Weird. He's, such, um, he's I, weird I also have this. in my I notes, <laughs> Jess, as you wrote, said before, I've just got just boy bestie things. <laughs> just normal stuff. Normal yeah. things. Wait, can I quickly run and go pee? I'm busting, yeah. even though I just went before. Because I was so sick, I'm just, like, downing the fucking lemon tea and shit. So I, She's I just on fluids. Um, yeah, I'm also going to go. I'll be okay. right back. Oh, my gosh. Okay. okay. Vamp. Il- Ilsa. <laughs> vamp. I can vamp. Do you guys want to, like, I will, I will vamp the shit out of this. I, um, since we're here, guys, I- I'm going to hang out with you guys. And do you remember that the little montage earlier in the show said to Leonard Skinner's uh, Simple Man? Baby, be a simple, that one? Yeah. Um, there's a scene in this where Dean has a dagger, right? It has like a, 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 like a hilt that's big and stuff. He just slips it into his pants casually. Like he's wearing like a, a fed suit and he does this in broad daylight. So big old knife slips it to the front of his like thigh, right? Under his jacket, I guess, so the hilt's hidden. And I just would like to say a fucking dagger, Dean. In daylight, he was just by his car doing this. Are you serious? 
I also also this montage is trying so hard to make us sad. Wait, I'm back. I, I was telling them. I just wanted to say that like the, the little montage where Sam and Dean are like on separate roads doing similar things. Mm. Um, it's not gonna make me sad. This is the healthiest choice they've made in a yeah. long, long time. And I think it was probably really good for their relationship. And no amount of Dean being lonely is going to make me sad about it. No amount of Sam being weird and obsessive is going to make me sad about it. Because they need to figure out a way to be normal. Like, this is growing pains for them. Um, Sadly, they don't continue down this road. (laughs) But, um... Well, we find out why next episode. Ayo. And also, like, the show would not allow them. Like, this is just not how the format of the show works. Um... But, like, yeah, it's just not going to make me sad. Like, I just, like, cool, stylistic choices. But that's it. That, that's how I felt about it. Um, Do you think the show was trying to make us feel sad? Yeah, dude, definitely. Didn't you hear the sad little song? I thought it was um, maybe more um, con- contemplative. Contemplative? That's a word but that, I'm not saying yeah. Okay, sure, but that that can also be sad. Hi, Jess. You asked me to vamp, so I vamped really hard. Hell yeah. Um, Good job. <laughs> okay, dude. Thanks. Um, I think we can continue with our regular coverage. I just wanted to say what I said. Mwah. Yay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> this, okay, so this whole, this is starting off the whole fucking plot of Keith Sam, but... <laughs> Long story short, um, three of uh, apparently John's hunting buddies um, have been sent by Bobby. They're the most generic hunter people yeah. I feel like we maybe ever come across. Ever, they, ever. There's no discerning personality between the three of them. They are no. so boring. They're the same guy three times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Lindsay finds out that like his name is Keith Sam and ribs him about that. <laughs> And, you know, Sam's like, look, I'm not going to help, yada, yada, yada. And this is where I just wanted to note for the for the class that apparently there was a deleted scene where um, Sam and Lindsay sleep together. What? That's funny. I what? only found that out today. Okay, sure. <laughs> There's That's a <laughs> screenshot from the deleted scene, which makes me think that it exists somewhere. Um, I did not watch this episode on my DVD copies. Uh, oh, so you can, yeah. I have to get back you to you. About <laughs> Do you really want to see this? I just, oof. Okay, sure. I mean, I guess she's kind of meant to remind him a little bit of Jess because she's blonde and everything. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. Of Jessica, but yeah. Whatever. Um, I've just sent the screenshot so you two can have a look at that. Oh, jeez. All right. I'll, I will look, but it's under DRS. It's okay. All right. Looking, looking. Ew. He's so ripped and scared. <laughs> you can see he's slicked up upper <laughs> body. That's so funny. He's like, he's like shiny. Okay. All right. Sure. Sure. I see whatever. why they cut sure. it, Um, but it, it would probably have <laughs> added maybe some kind of... uh sense of danger to her like to like, i guess like make their relationship a bit more uh deep or something uh yeah i suppose but i i don't think it would have done anything yeah <laughs> not for me i mean like i don't think it would have added anything meaningful but again in my kind of you know in my mind palace in my mind palace of like 
I believe that this woman exists. Like, good for her. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, small town, sometimes you just got to get some from the weird stranger. Like, good for her. She's still creepy. But, I mean. He's very tall. That can get you really, really far in life. It can also, it can also get you weird. If you're into men and a man shows up and he's really tall, it can get you weird. Like, I get why. (laughs) It it just, like, happens. We're not immune. Lindsay, we get it. But also, no one in the world has ever behaved in the way that Lindsay behaves. (laughs) (laughs) She's so strange. I like to believe she's out there. (laughs) Still working at that bar. (laughs) Seeing the man that she slept with, like... On the news multiple times. On the news. For like murder yeah. and like serial killing. <laughs> She's like, hmm, not my best judgment, but he was really tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really stretched her back out. <laughs> you know, she had to reach up to kiss him. She was oh my god. Really good. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not what I was thinking of. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this right, sucks. Can we get back out of here? To... <laughs> um, we're jumping. We're, we're traveling. We're going to <laughs> we're a continuation of um the uh I guess out of character Cass we are finding. Yeah, terrified. Uh, they are at what Cass calls a den of inequity. Um, I did a quick Google search, and I'm pretty sure that this kind of sex work is not legal in Maine. Um, so. I guess um, we see them jump out of, like, in some alley later, like, in, like, a nondescript mm. door. So I'm guessing that, like, this is supposed to be, like, an illegal, you know, situation. But couldn't they have just gone to, like, a bar? Like... They could have, but Dean's Dean's like, yeah, you're going to strike out. <laughs> so we got to go. <laughs> I think they needed we to gotta do go it be this way patron. because they're, like, heavily drawing on the... Uh, absent father theme for like Dean obviously for cast with God with like and they want to like parallel these things which is like that's why they do this whole thing with the brothel so like sure but it took me watching this episode this time to put that together so yeah 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 I was also like absent fathers are big in this episode that's why this is such a Dean Dean studies episode to me it's okay so we do not have time to get into the implications of Dean saying the we line that this whole industry runs on absent fathers because that and then that later in this dude and then later in the same this episode he refers to his own often very yes absent yes exactly what yeah crazy yeah I so can't it's take not it. it's not like a vague link it is really explicit. it's like it's present in the show like I I did want to crack into because I'm not sure like how often we'll get to talk about this um it's often implied that Dean pays for sex workers like that is a joke that comes up but we never see it right I don't think so no. Even in this episode, he yeah. is simply having like a drink with one of the girls. Like, it, you know, it's yeah, you know, yeah. He, he's not like let's go, let's quickly, let's go to a room. I I want to have sex. He's like just having a chat. <laughs> like he's not even there for himself. Can I be real? I really appreciate in this episode that Dean is not creepy with uh, any other sex workers. Like he yeah. just talks to no, them he's like not. they're people. Um, yeah. which I think could easily have gone very wrong. Like right. the this, this scene, because sure. they're often so weird with Dean's 
way that he acts towards women but he just he's like hanging out with this really hot girl and he's like cheers to you and she's like yeah and they're having a drink together and just talking i mean i know she's working so she has to look like she's having a good time but yeah but yeah it's it's it seems creepy. fine yeah it, it just made me think that like <laughs> what are they like what are they doing like what are they what are they trying to say because the i don't only think thing they that think about think this of, as much as well, much as yeah, we okay, do so yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, because of the like connection with really. the whole absent father's line, and also what like Jensen has implied, it's like this kind of like, okay, maybe he re- he respects it because like he has done sex work, and and it's it just it's this whole can of worms that the show obviously never <laughs> touches on probably, properly, but yeah, it's just interesting. Um, but besides that, Cass is just freaked out, and then you know the girl freaks out. You know this whole bit. I love what Cass says. You know, Cass is all like, um, what does he say? I wanted to pull it up, but I don't have the transcript open. I have it open. What did he, yeah, what are you looking so what for? Does he say? He's like, this is a den of iniquity. I shouldn't be here. Is that, is that what it's about? No, like, um. Oh, the thing about Jean? A... Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> he says, oh I don't know. God. I just looked her in the eyes and told her it wasn't her fault that her father, Jean, ran off. It was because he hated his job at the post office. <laughs> and Dean is... Um, wait, but about this scene, the fact that Chastity yells and then Dean is immediately oh, like, oh shit, it's fucking Cass. He did... <laughs> yeah. I have to say, like... He immediately is up like a shot. He's out of there. He, he's like, this is definitely my friend's fault. I have to go. <laughs> I feel like the scream and everything is like... Uh, no, like... That's a little over the top, you know. She like it's she does like a horror top. movie slasher scream, you know. Yeah, she put in the work. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, wouldn't she just be like, "What the fuck?" and get really freaked out and like run out? Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's fine. Not really a huge gripe. It was just like a little <laughs> silly. Yeah, I do mm. think though that they have they seem to have good bouncers. Like, uh, yeah, at the place. I I also really like that this brothel doesn't like. It seems to value its its workers. Like people are not the bouncers are good. It made me think. Like that's why I wanted to check of the legality of it all because it reminds me of like brothels here that are very much like that. Like because it is like um you know not uh crimin- like decriminalized or whatever. It's not. Mm. It's not legal. It's just decriminalized. Um. Yeah. And so. You know, it's like, what situation are they in? How, you know, <laughs> is this like a speakeasy situation? Maybe, but the door that they stumble out of is definitely a back door. Like that, mm. that alleyway is definitely not the main door. I think they're just like, don't worry about this. They're like, just yeah, take it yeah, at face value. Really, yeah, this is a lot. Yeah, probably best. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, and so they have the little moment. This is very sweet. Mm. Yeah, the, the bit where they run out. It's, it's so sweet that it kind of like, it's all I remember. Like, I forget all the kind of bad characterization so far because I just think of like Dean saying that, you know, it's been years since he's laughed that hard. Um, especially with the context of like. Yeah, because he's never laughed like that in his life because that was the fakest laugh I've ever seen. I'm sorry, I'm going to dunk on Jensen right now. And I'm sorry for everybody who like loves this scene. But I can't appreciate it because his fake laugh is so bad that I'm like, if I was cast, I would leave right now. I'd be like, what is happening? Bye. I'm out of here. I know that laughing is like hard to do well, but also Jensen Ackles is an actor. He does this every day of his life to like make money to pay for his house, his houses. Like, 
why don't you put your fucking back into it and laugh like a real person? Makes me mad. <laughs> Look, Jess, you're right, but I think I never notice it because I'm just looking at Cass's face in that scene. Because Cass, like, he's so sweet. I know, he was being really cute. I was noticing that as well. I was like, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> he looks at him so fondly. Like, it's he's so... so... That's the thing. That is the thing. The thing about Cass, uh, a lot of times in these situations with Dean where they're just like, they're in a situation, you know? Is that he is so he he is so like I don't know I don't know how to how to put it like he's he's you know in like in like I think it's like four or three where they go back to the past and he gets Dean out of there just in time and he's like we had an appointment that one which one is it I can't remember but um, mm, no, yeah yeah four or three he he it's always like he he mirrors like. When Davey's, like, having a laugh at him or, like, having a joke, Cass is so on board. And he just is like, yeah, we're smiling. It's so cute. He's just like, a, smiling? That's he's just like a kind guy. I don't know. I think, I, I can't tell if it's, like, he is doing, he's, he's the smiley because, like, he genuinely likes when people are happy or he is enjoying uh, making a friend or what the deal, like, what the deal is. Um, but... I just I, I I just like him. I like him a lot, and I like how nice he is. Uh, he's he's really kind to Dean a, a, a lot of times. Even when Dean's making uh, a joke at his expense, he just like goes along with it. Like you said, like that's what a guy, you know. Mm-hmm. He's good natured. Um, listeners, we are recording on cast day. Um, yeah. So happy cast day. If we get into the soup about how much we love him, um, <laughs> it's just in the air. That's just <laughs> you know, we can't escape. <laughs> Oh man! All right, yeah, it's it's special. <laughs> it's very special. Yeah, and it's always used in like AMVs. Like it's you know because you should. Um, like yeah, like because Cass ducks his little head forward to see Dean laughing. Like, come on, isn't that sweet? It's really intimate, and and like we've already said, like, haha, you know, Dean doesn't have any friends, and you know, obviously Cass doesn't really have any friends at this point either, and it's like. They're fucking boy besties. They're, they're That's what boy we're besties. And I love this. I love that they're... Fu- that, yeah, anyway, I'll talk more on this in the, at the end of the, the episode. <laughs> so. oh, another scene with Keith, Sam, and Lindsay <laughs> on. <laughs> this is, by the way, this is the date that Lindsay negotiated by being like, I will not take no for an answer. <laughs> what a freak. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she she reveals that he's uh, she's an addict and she's kind of like, you know, you're an addict too. And I guess Sam kind of goes along with it because it's, you know, it's not far off. Yeah. Um, and I've just got in my notes, yada, yada, yada. I, Basically. <laughs> I don't know what Accurate. else is important to mention there. Who, who cares? It's yeah. just a lot of the same stuff which we already know about Sam. You know, he's feeling bad about what happened. And, you know, he's trying to, you know, be normal. <laughs> normal boy. But God, aren't we all? He cannot. He cannot. And uh, neither can or will be. Next up, it is the next day. It is daytime. The last time we saw them, it was nighttime. What happened in between? Who's to say? I'm sure many people on AO3 have things to say. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Please hold on. <laughs> Speaking of AO3, please, please, please um, stream God, Two Street, Two Car. Uh, oh, it's not oh. Romantic Theory. It's the other one. It's the other one. That uh. Exactly two fix and they're both insane. Um, I, I'll link it. You know I will. Uh, it's... Romantic theory, right? 
No, romantic theory is the one um, that is sort of outsider point of view, and that one goes oh. as well. But in this one, they go to... Canticles? It's Canticles. Thank you so much. Stream Canticles by Two Street, mm. Two Car. It rules. I don't think when they posted that, they were prepared for it to blow up so hard. Um, but it did. <laughs> it it's, a, it's a really perfect example of the kind of fanfic window um, that pops yeah. up in fiction um, where they just did not explain what happened. So we will decide. Um, The next morning, well, daytime at least, it's, I assume morning because why? What what else are they doing? They bring that holy oil back to the hospital um, to summon Raphael through like Donnie's body since he's a vessel. We get Cass speaking some Enochian, I think. Yeah. um, Very strangely. (laughs) Next to He never gets... Hey, um, sorry to say this about Misha Collins, but like he never gets better at this. It's always a really <laughs> weird vibe. <laughs> always sucks. You guys he, ever spoken a native language? He finds out about this podcast and he hears us say this about him. Have you ever spoken your native language? Ilsa, like your... I mean, Ella, you need to kill the part of your brain that keeps saying, what if this dude will hear this? Kill it so that we can have fun. Okay. He will never hear this. He doesn't give he a shit. Listen. He, and also, like, it's fine. Like, this is my uh, take on it as a, a person right. who is bilingual and kind of ashamed of not knowing more languages. But, um, like, the, the, you don't speak your native language like that. Enochian, they should have made, had more fun with it. And I think this is because I, this I, is an Americanism. This is a, this is a wasp Americanism. I wish Enochian just sounded like that fucking screech that Cass makes in 401. Like, <laughs> I really he, couldn't uh, hear it. Enochian just, like, sounds so goofy, so... It does, it does. It's just, like, yeah, it's always so... It's, like, um, this also happens in, um, in Merlin, like, oh, th- yeah. when they speak you their magic language. You have fantasy languages. It's yeah. just, like doesn't sound very good oh, this no. is like ba, 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 ba. Yeah, yeah yeah a lot of it is like one syllable and it's each all the same intonation and they didn't do anything fun with it very and serious very serious I get that it's serious it should be serious but imagine when you were just saying about the screech imagine if they did that thing like when um, Anna <laughs> opens her he mouth opens and, mouth. <laughs> and uh, John's boss's voice comes out when she's on the phone <laughs> Uh, imagine if they did that thing Misha Collins just bends and opens his mouth slightly and it screeches and like things start breaking that would be so cool also picking Enochian is lame Enochian is a language developed in the 18th century by some kind of cultist who thought he was cool who wasn't cool I can't remember all of it but that's it's really stupid to pick something that was developed in the 18th century they probably would have invented a language if they had, like, you know, Game of Thrones kind of budget. No, I don't think they should have invented any language. The screech works. The screech is perfect. <laughs> it shouldn't be intelligible. Like, we shouldn't be able to hear the syllables. Get real. Have a break. Open your mind. Open your mind <laughs> to these ideas. Please, no, they're constantly you. trying to channel every single supernatural being into just some dude. They're like, how can we make this more like just some dude? Remember when they made dragons just guys with a little bit of scales? <laughs> that is the worst thing. Like, okay, no, that's not the worst thing. But it's the most egregious example of just some guying a, a, a monster. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, sorry about <laughs> the tangent. <laughs> 
Yeah, so they basically like put you know put a circle around of the oil, light it on fire, and then you know Dan's just like, how long is this going to take? And then we cut to them actually just rocking back up at the you know place they were squatting, and Dean just being like, oh, you know where where um what does he say he's like something about like that's a day i'll never get back yeah 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 yeah. and then dun 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 we get one of the most awesome uh wing shots of the whole show i think it's so cool rules we see well you know it's donnie but it's Raphael um in the house and his you know crackle of electricity radiates off him in the shape of wings um and then it seems to kind of like cut out the power uh i'm I'm assuming at the same time or if it's just happened or whatever but it's very beautiful very creepy it rules it rules so much i love that they gave him lightning powers i know that all the angels kind of have lightning powers but he specifically lightning is his his thing it's his his look it's his uh aesthetic to to borrow a term phrase electricity you know like we always talk about that with Cass so yeah it's fun yeah, to yeah, see yeah. that emulated in that way Cass seems really worried but Dean's quite cocky um you know he's kind of just like oh he's him he is um what is the word when you are just like pretending so hard you are just like he he is putting up such a front he like goes to the cooler box in which he has some beer and he opens mm. a beer and he like drinks it and he's turned away from Raphael and he's like Fuck. and you can see that on his face um Cass is a bit worried but then you know Dean is taunting him to get him to walk towards him and then he ends mm. up trapped in another uh holy oil circle Mm-hmm. Very convenient that he didn't notice that big dark <laughs> ring of oil on the ground, but that's fine. He blasted out the lights he couldn't see. He couldn't <laughs> see, even though he's an archangel and his senses work differently. Also, can I be annoying for like a second? Can I be very pedantic? No, go, There's go no no way that okay, so there an angel's not supposed to be able to cross a circle of holy fire, right? Right. Um so why the fuck did they light the the holy oil in the hospital room if they were supposedly waiting for Raphael? Because then he, it means he couldn't access his vessel. Because what they did is they stopped okay, him. Good point. Like it was the stupidest thing. Every time I watch this episode, I'm like, you guys su- simply do not think. I was like, distracted <laughs> by the fact that they just like lit a fire in a hospital at like probably 10 a.m. in the morning. Like everybody is fully no. there. Like there's nurses, doctors, you know, people coming in for yeah. rounds. Yeah, and Donnie seems like he's quite a high care patient. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm I, like, there would be nurses into that out of that room it, like every hour. Um, <laughs> something else as well. You just you've just reminded me of like. What are the metaphysics of a trap? Like you've got a demon or an angel in some kind of physical, like, what do you call like the bottom plane of the earth, that plane, that's Mm. where the trap is, right? Uh How high does an angel have to jump for him to be able to not be in that circle anymore? I don't think that's, uh, they are not very clear on it. And it depends episode (laughs) to episode um, uh, on what's convenient to them. Which is always very annoying to me, but like in my head, a, a holy fire trap works differently to um, to a, a demon uh, demon trap, right? A, a de- what do they call them? Do they call them demon traps? You know the yeah. ones, the Devil's little sigil. Trap? Devil's, Devil's trap. trap. Devil's yeah. trap. There we go. 
Like a devil's trap is a static thing, right? It's something that you draw on the ground or in the ceiling or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and then a devil's or a demon, sorry, steps into it and you're stuck. Uh, you're stuck in that in the boundaries of that that sigil. Yeah, um, it works differently. Yeah, it works differently. Yeah. So that's why I think of it as like the fire is a boundary that they can't cross. Also because Cass uses Meg's body to get out of the circle. Um, like he he knocks her down yeah. and, and makes her into like a little bridge over the fire, um, and gets out of the circle that way. That's something that I always thought. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking about. Like, because the flames go upright, and it's like, yeah, okay, a normal human probably can't leap over those flames without touching them. Yeah, but they can teleport. So what? what, what... Can we stop debating this and and talk about the episode? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) All I'm saying is, I imagine that there is a height in which you are not hitting any like element of the flame anymore. Yeah. No doubt. Anyway, an angel could probably jump up. Yeah. Not to nitpick Supernatural <laughs> in 2022. But, um, yeah, they had this whole conversation. Um, you know, Cass is like, where is he and stuff? And then, you know, Raphael's like, he's dead. Castiel, dead. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, and then, unfortunately, we have to jump over to <laughs> Keith Sam <laughs> again. Cam, if you will. <laughs> I won't. Um, <laughs> but you can. <laughs> you did. But, um, <laughs> it's okay. the next day. He's next you know, day I guess opening. He seems to be the only one there. Um, two of the hunters come back, not three, and they're basically saying that like their other friend died, and like you know, it's this whole convoluted thing. The demons told them <laughs> that Sam started the apocalypse, which I think Oopsie. they might have suspected it seemed based on their vibes earlier um mm. he's basically trying to tell them to fuck off but but then like it was revealed like what the, one of them comes back out um and he's got Lindsay by knife point and then this bit i just think why did they keep cutting back and between like back and forth between these two scenes because it just made me like not care about what was going on with sam because i just was so like invested in what Raphael was talking about mm-hmm. right and I, I just like I feel like it just like takes away so much weight from what Sam's whole scene. Silly. Mm. Yeah, we can go past. There's nothing else to say. There's nothing else to say. Right? Like yeah. And then um, um, Raphael. Yeah. Raphael is like he's like dead set that God is dead. He's just like you know I'm hundred percent. He's like you know the angels are tired. They want it to be over. They can do whatever they want. All this kind of stuff and. You know, Cassie's kind of just like, he's just like shocked. You know, he's like, you're lying. You know, he's not, mm. he's not buying it. Because mm. like that's been kind of something he's been holding on to ever since he came back to life mm. in five oh one. Yeah, I mean, it's the only thing he could rely on. Mm. Yeah. And then unfortunately, we jump back <laughs> to Keith <laughs> Sam again, um, <laughs> and then you know. With with that threat of the knife to Lindsay's neck, Sam admits that he did start the apocalypse. But that's it. That's, like, all that happens in that part. And then it jumps back again <laughs> to a really interesting situation. Right. That I care about. Like, way higher stakes. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Sorry. yeah, the stakes are, like, the highest they could be. Yes. We're debating if God's alive and they actually have a way to check. Like, they... Anyway, it does. Yeah. Anyway. 
Yeah, and it's, it's like the biggest too. players in this universe. Like um, Raphael Literally. says that like maybe it's Lucifer who raised Cass, um, and Cass doesn't accept that. This is yeah, it, but it it upsets him, and Raphael's like, but you know it makes sense though. And this, I I love that it it got to mm. to to Cass. Yeah, because like, he says that he, he goes, needs all the rebellious angels to right. find. Yes, love that mm. that. The cast is like, oh, fuck. We were just talking about how I did rebel, didn't we? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cass gets really upset, I think, validly at any comparison to Lucifer. Yeah, I think it's kind of a massive deal to him. Yeah, it's like the worst thing you like for an angel to be compared to. I yeah. love this scene. I love Raphael. Mm. I love that he's like nothing good happens ever castiel like (laughs) everything is terrible lucifer is the one that raised you not god and i like that this like truly shakes Cass as well right Uh, because it it truly did never occur to him that occur to him that lucifer was the one who may have raised him yeah yeah but i have to say i don't think that like why would lucifer raise him again i understand that like it's because he wants fallen angels or whatever but Cass is directly working against the apocalypse like Cass Cass fell because he was trying to stop the apocalypse so it doesn't really make any sense that Lucifer would raise him yeah yeah Yeah. I think it's more like Raphael's just chucking him in the same boat as a bit of a dig yeah Raphael kind of uh is mean which I enjoy as we all know I like that um that Raphael knows how to get under Cass's skin um so to speak Hmm. um and it makes sense. Like, I've been around each other for ages. Uh, although it is kind of weird. Anyway, we don't have to get into the whole setup of heaven again because I could talk about it for ages. Uh, and I need some material for other days. I find it really interesting that it's like, we've talked before about how how all the different angels kind of um, make their decisions of uh, going against heaven or, you know, uh, being part of, I guess, team heaven. Like, comparing, like, uh, Uriel Mm. and Anna and Zachariah. Like, we've already talked Mm. about all of them. And it is really fun that Raphael is, like, he's pro, you know, apocalypse. But it's not because he thinks it's part of some grand plan. It's, It's the opposite. It's the God is dead of it all. It's, like, complete nihilism. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's fun. All, All the archangels come at this, like problem from a different perspective and it's he's he does such a good job of outlining here um mm. his like opinion on the situation and yeah the actor right. does such a great job he's he's great it seems like really important what i was also going to say is like when he says uh, dean says something about okay so dad's gone and you all decide like you're gonna throw an apocalypse right um and mm. he goes yeah what we want we get whatever and He's like, and what we want is paradise, right? And this also definitely mm. affects Cass. They they cut to Cass at that moment, and I'm like, is Cass also swayed by this argument for a second? Because he spoke to Dean at the end of season four about how he's like, what is worth saving? Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. he still seems uh, convinced by the argument that the world is worth something. But um, the fact that this argument still gets to Cass is is something that I think is nice. And it, I think it is often like a little bit skipped over and I don't think they go very far with it, but it, it does add a little bit of depth to the situation and it makes sense to me. Yeah. 
this really like kicks off this really kicks off like what happens to Cass for the rest of the season. He you know, it it you know, he already was on this little mission, but now it's like a reinforcement of mm. all the things he's been kind of thinking about. Mm. The what do you guys think of the you're my little bitch line? Hate it, terrible, <laughs> so sucks. Nothing. It's nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's why didn't he say that? that? I don't know. You guys don't get him. You guys just don't understand. He wouldn't say that. I also hate when they're trying to get uh, Raphael in the hospital and Cass goes, come get me, you little bastard. And I'm like, who is writing uh, this? Like, uh, who? God. Jeremy? <laughs> what? <laughs> Mr. Again, Carver. Jeremy Carver. <laughs> Not just some other guy. I'm like, literally, <laughs> I'm taking my toys and I'm going home because you don't know how to play with them, right? <laughs> you can't respect them. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, he, he, he's taking the clothes off the cast doll and making <laughs> like <laughs> putting him in a robe. <laughs> um, but yeah, Stupid. so something to note. Yeah, I I don't I don't mind um when Dean is like what he said because that's just kind of like that's just Dean a buddy yeah. buddy thing. Yeah, yeah. When okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. I think that line sounds so mm. fucking stupid, but they don't know it. And then when Dean says, yeah, what he says, they do know that that's stupid, they but it's like, yeah. you don't even realize that you made Cass sound like a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, are they trying to get him to like use, you know, human language to like, like, oh, look, he's like becoming more like them. But it's, I don't think he would say that. I feel like he would say something really um, like he's spoken before, super like biblical and like yeah uh, dramatic yeah yes. i like when Cass calls somebody an abomination like it's a classic mm, it exactly. hits you know what i mean it hits every time mm. it, it's uh it's really great i think what, what Cash should have done is, is he should have been like <laughs> because Raphael threatens to get back in him and he's like <laughs> not today <laughs> and i think not today is a great is a great ending as well yeah. like yeah it's good like Ugh. you don't need to, and Cass is Simple. not a misogynist i'm sorry like i know i say bitch and i'm not a misogynist but i'm allowed i've been through things um exactly so. he can say bitch like if if it feels right but this he, just doesn't feel right it does not feel right at all just like calling him a little bitch for no reason and it's like why does Cass even like he know what that is use that he hasn't even watched a lot of TV yet. He's not even in his TV era yet. He wouldn't say that. Get real. It's stupid. So after, you know, one of God's sons is speaking to another one of his sons and there's a, you know, a really important little dude there also, we cut to Keith, Keith Sam. Sorry, this is this, this part's quite dramatic, but I, I just kept being like, oh my God, it's cut again. Like... We just get no time to camp out on either of these stories. Um, So (laughs) they basically, they, I don't know, I guess the demons said, like, you know, he's powerful because he can drink demon blood. So they know about that somehow. Um, So they're trying to force him to drink the demon blood so that then they can um, make him go and kill all the Mm. demons that killed their friend. Um, They start, like, scrapping um, and they get... Sam on the ground. I still like he's so jacked. I still don't can't buy that these two guys. It's two guys, I guess, ground, but that's fine. Um, and they, <laughs> but he's so tall, as we've Sorry. said. Um, and so they they force him to drink this little creepy vial of blood. Um, and then after that, he you know kicks the shit out of them because he's like all jacked up. Unfortunately, 
Um, not a good. We don't like to see Sam again. Some like body autonomy just stripped from him. That's just the Sam theme. Well, we will see this again for sure. Yeah. You know what? I think Sam doesn't even really like his bodily autonomy <laughs> that much. Let's get into victim blaming. I think if Sam enjoyed his bodily autonomy that much, he would hold on to it a little more. I'm gonna kill you, Jess. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I just like, I, I, there's a little demon in my head that says, just say something bad. Just say something upsetting. <laughs> say something evil. I can't help it. Be nasty, says the little demon to Jess. And Jess goes, okay. Exactly. Uh, Jess goes, I'm pretty suggestible. And I say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an opinion, I guess. That's an opinion someone could have. Um, <laughs> as he's kicking their butts, as he's all jacked up, um, he realizes that he's scaring Lindsay, so he just kind of tells them to go, and you know, they're like, "We're gonna come back." And he's like, I'll be here. I love that. Not gonna be there. So, this is so goofy. I hate this whole storyline. Sucks so bad. I wish it was just different. The, these fucking hunter bullies. That like turn up and are mean to him, do nothing for me. Like, ah, it sucks it's so bad. Yeah, like like Sam like drinking demon blood again should have so much weight, but I feel nothing. Yeah, what did what did you do to make me feel nothing about this? Because it genuinely upsets me usually. So what's going on? Yeah, I wish like I just wish it was completely different. Like I wish it was Sam like. I just, I don't even know what I wish. I wish this whole storyline wasn't here. I wish that they had just not that had Sam been... in this season at all. I was about I mean, to say, in this wow, episode. that's some bias. I mean, in this show. <laughs> I like Sam. Oh, I just, I was laughing too hard. I like hit my leg on my desk. Like... When legs collide. Okay. I'm gonna edit this out. All right. Oh. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get normal. It, it let's get my normal, knee. guys. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> we can be we can be silly we can be in a silly goofy mood. We definitely are. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's basically like the end of um the melodrama that Keith Sam lives in. He gets um, out of there. Before we see Sam again. Did you say the thing about he doesn't he spit the demon blood back at them? Oh that was pretty cool. He pretends to Oh yeah. yeah. That was like yeah, part of the fight, but yeah. Yeah. I, that I was pretty fun. That. That's you very that that's a very Sam thing yeah, to do. I just feel like Sam spitting like a camel should, you know, go in the archive or something. It should be. It should be noted on our podcast. I think, yeah. And I think it's a very Sam thing to do, to be That's like, fair. yeah, I'll uh, do what you make me do. And then he's like, fuck you. You know, like, that's very Sam. And then he's like, ha <laughs> 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 All right. Fuck. Okay. Next up, we see Dean and Cass in the car. And uh, Dean asks Cass if he's Okay. Which I thought was quite sweet. This is like the first Impala heart to heart, right? Like they, they... there's a a couple of different times that Dean and Cass will be driving Mm -hmm. and Cass takes the time to like ask Dean exactly how he's feeling, which is like, I, I love that so much because it's like Cass doesn't necessarily process things in the Mm -hmm. same way, but he does want to know like what is going on with Dean emotionally, right. which I think is just, like, very nice. That's just his vibe. He just does that. Yeah. He feels... He's just nice. You know? He's just kind. Yeah. He, uh, you know, I think this is the first time. They've been in the car together like this, but 
This is yeah. a real chat. Um, and it's nice. And, you know, this is where we, we referenced it earlier, um, you know, <laughs> that he, you know, Dean alludes that he knows a little something about missing fathers and Cass is like, what do you mean? Um, you know, Dean says there were times when he was looking for his dad and, you know, logically they, you know, he thought he was dead, but then he knew in his heart that he was still alive. Right? <laughs> And then there's a throwback to, he, uh, he says, who cares what some Ninja Turtle says, Cass? What do you believe? I think that's sweet. Like, I, I, like, I, yeah. sometimes um, they want to be like, well, you know, pe- people want to be like, Dean doesn't care about Cass, right? Like, but then, mm-hmm. then they have moments yeah. like this, which is like, oh, Dean does know how to be, <laughs> how to be a good friend. <laughs> how to genuinely ask how someone's doing. Yeah. Yeah, this like really reminded me of the scene in season four where after Sam meets the angels and he's like, wow, these guys fucking suck, Dean. You were right. Mm. And Dean is like, hey, like, you don't you don't know that they all suck. Like, maybe there are some nice ones. Yes. And he's like, don't don't like give up on this. Like, maybe there's like something good. Like, you really believe this. Like, hold on to that. And then he's like saying the same thing to Cass now. And I'm like, that is like a character trait of Dean's that I don't know that i've like have really paid attention yeah. to or like seen much written about but like he doesn't he himself is a cynic yeah. but he doesn't necessarily want everyone around him yes. to be he genuinely encourages um, people to hold on to yeah. their beliefs just like like that's ex- exactly what happens in both of those scenes you're so right yeah he's like yeah you know if you really believe this thing like i don't need everybody to be a miserable bastard like me i think it's nice that you're not yeah, actually yeah exactly i love that that is such a nice thing i didn't think i was gonna get you saying a nice thing about dean today that's lovely <laughs> i love it i can't be yeah, nice I mean, like if i don't have to say it that's great. <laughs> resident dean uh, enjoyer didn't have to come and say it but like i every scene i'm i'm muffling myself <laughs> to not point out what is making me crazy about Dean. So the fact that you brought that up, thank you. And it means more coming from me. Yeah, because, because you're your Dean critic. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, you're a Dean critic. It's um, understandable. <laughs> I get it. Um, I don't think I'm Dean neutral. I think Dean Dean is a crazy, crazy character. Um, so I can't be neutral. But uh, between the two of you, definitely. <laughs> I think I'm really normal about Dean. Yeah, I, I think know. so too. Definitely, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I think it's nice that we exist on a spectrum. I here. like that, yeah. No, I think it is too. And I, I... <laughs> Sorry to Sam. It would be good if we had like a true Sam girl. Yeah, but... I enjoy Sam, but I can't claim to be like a Sam stan. Like, I, I'm not. That's that's a question I have. That's a question I have. Uh, are Sam stans watching this episode and going like, wow, these Sam scenes yes! are so powerful. These scenes with him and Lindsay. Because I'm just not feeling it and I love Sam. Ella, let me tell you a crazy post that I found a little while ago that I had to talk about on my blog. And it's in my brain because I oftentimes I'm looking through my own blog while I'm making this podcast. Sorry. No, Um, you're finding points. It's good. I found it last week that this is happening and was reminded of it. It was this girl. Well, I don't know. It was this person who's a, a Sam girl was like. It's so funny that when people watch, like, everybody's getting such different things when they watch Supernatural. Like, I watch Free to Be You and Me, and it's about Sam working in a bar and chopping lemons and, like, all of this stuff. But 
Dean Girls and Cass Girls watch it, and it's all about um, Dean and Cass's shenanigans. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Jesse? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That is the least compelling Sam storyline I've ever seen in my life. I actually forgot that it happened <laughs> because it sucks so bad. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm trying to, I'm really trying to come at this, like, like, analyzing episodes, like, because I know that I have the fucking Dean girl hat on at all times and, like. It's, it's fused to the girl, like, t-shirt. Like, I, I am trying to always be, like, objective. And even with this episode, we've already talked about so many of the issues with the Dean and Cass scenes and characterizations. But in my head, I just, the only memory of this episode is, ha ha. Um, Dean and Cass are like becoming friends. Oh my god, this is when they kind of become friends for real yeah. uh, after everything that's happened. And then I also think, oh, and like Sam and Lucifer talk. Like that's the only other memory. Mm-hmm. The yeah, the Sam and Lucifer stuff is interesting to me. I can't believe that somebody pointed out that oh, Sam works in a bar. Like really, that's what's interesting to you, Sam? Oh Sam, Sam, girl. <laughs> Are you serious? I, yeah, I see what they're trying to do, but I do not feel it. It, it feels so yeah, flat. I was like, I've never felt further from another human being. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. She didn't laugh so loud. Um, but back to the scene, the heart to heart, we need to still talk about the fact that um, that Dean, after he encourages, yeah. after he encourages Cass, there's kind of a weird moment. Yeah, um, so like Dean says, like, go find him. And then, yeah. He like supports that. He he says, "Go find God." I don't believe the guy's alive. I agree with your brother personally, but that's not what what matters here. <laughs> I like that. Um, but the then Cass, because he's Cass, he's like, "No, what's up with you? Like, how do you feel?" Yeah, and, and I just the the fact that he goes like, "No, I'm good even without my brother because I'm always so worried about my brother," but now he's not. Oh, yeah, this whole bit. Please talk about this. so interesting. I can't. Yeah, because he says, especially without my brother, because Cass questions Mm. that, um, and he says, I I spent so much time worrying about the son of a bitch. I mean, I've had more fun with you in the past 24 hours than I've had with Sam in years, and you're not that much fun. Can I please just say stop being mean to him? He's so fun. He's so fun. Shut up. You're so, so transparent. It's... I he he's he's trying know, to be cool. It's a jab. I don't think he's sincere. I don't care. No, this is nice. very like <laughs> Dean does not feel any of these things. Actually, he's just like pissed at Sam right now. Yeah, you're right. So, but I some of this like, is true. Yeah, I think he's confused. Like we, you know, like I said, <laughs> he he doesn't know how to have a friend. Oh, so no. he's like. Well, I, 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 I'm mad at Sam, but I'm not mad at this guy. So it must be, Uh, they must switch or something. Like something has to happen here. I do. Okay. I know I just said that like Dean doesn't mean this stuff. I think he does mean it, but it's just because he is like ticked off with Sam right now. Like, and he can't stop comparing the fact that he was able to have this like uncomplicated good time with Cass this episode yeah. and like everything has been so fraught with Sam for like yeah. probably like months now I am unclear of the show's timeline yeah. but like mm-hmm. so he's just like yeah and I like hanging out with you and I don't like hanging out with Sam yeah that's fair yeah. I think that's a very good point I I do like that he has he, the moment where he acknowledges that he says uh, he's been so chained to his family but now that he's alone he's mm-hmm. happy and then Cass is mm-hmm. gone in my, in my in my in my mind palace, he's like, Cass is like, well, shit. All right, if you like being alone, 
then no literally no, that's, yes that's, that's that exactly it, is, it. Right? and if i'm not that much she's fun, like oh well fuck i'll just go <laughs> i'll just leave it's like so like i love this because it's like dean does really like doesn't really know how to talk to Cass. Yeah. he doesn't understand <laughs> yeah. they have not. he doesn't really get it because Cass is like oh he likes to be by himself okay i'll let him like be by himself and it's yeah. like oh my god <laughs> he's like it's like no not like this <laughs> He's like, wait, I didn't mean like, I didn't mean like literally alone. I just meant like <laughs> away from my family. I didn't mean, I didn't mean go. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I guess to him, like alone and away from his same family thing. are always yeah. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So he's just saying that without really thinking. This is such a Dean episode. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> I know. It also like it did make me feel bad for him because, um. He is just, like, very lonely. And you don't really get a sense of that yeah. even through the first, um, like, we're into season five now. And you never really get a sense of that because he's with Sam every episode. But, yeah. like, you take Sam out of the equation and then Dean is just literally by himself in a car. And that is why people go yeah. crazy for Stanford era Dean, which is, like, I was about to say, actually yeah. cracks me up because to make... <laughs> To make um <laughs> to make Sam's big independent yes. move in his about life his Dean. big moment and to make it about Dean is so Such funny a Dean to girl. me. Like Such Dean a Dean girls girl will Dean to girl, yeah. no problem. Like, <laughs> like Sam's like doing stuff. Like he's got stuff going right, on. Is it, does it not like make you sad to think about like having to him having to deal with John alone? And everyone's like, but Dean is so hot and alone. And it's like, oh my God, not everything is about Dean. <laughs> I do, I do like considering that, uh, like, because that must have been like really shitty. Um, his what? weird relationship with, with John. I, you know what? I, I know a lot of people talk about this, but um, John is such an interesting guy to me. And I, I know we can't yeah. really get into John on the cast cost, but I think we have said this before, but I do believe that John did his best, but his best wasn't good enough. And Exactly. We, I think we could get into it in Lebanon. I think that will be the spot. Oh, yeah. Because Cass is in there briefly, so we'll get to talk about yeah. it. Okay, yeah. We'll oh, my God. That. That'll be fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, like, just imagine, like, you're trying to show, for whatever reason, Sam's <laughs> in real life, and you're trying to show him, like, Supernatural <laughs> Tumblr, and he's like... <laughs> Stanford era Dean? Stanford era Dean? What about Stanford era Sam? It was my era. He's like, Dean wasn't even at Stanford. How could you call it that? You should call it Drift Out era Dean or something. You should call it Lonely era Dean. Call it Loser Lonely Dean era. It was my hot girl college. Call it Dean didn't even try and go to college era. Like... (laughs) He probably got his GED then. Okay, we can't get into it. I cannot be. I cannot be defending. <laughs> Call it Daddy Boy Dean era. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's boy. Dean. Okay. Good little soldier Sam's Dean like, era. I was having a good time. I was rushing a frat. <laughs> <laughs> and we can talk about how people that liked was fun. me. People liked me. I had friends. I made a friend named Becky and I helped her with her shapeshifter nonsense later on after I dropped out. So, or not dropped out, but uh, forfeited on law school, whatever. After um, Dean, my loser brother got lonely and came and got me and ruined my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Let's finish Leave this. Leave him alive. 
I just think Sam deserves a little righteous anger. I think he deserves more than a little. Sam was like hooking up with Jess, like, you know, love and love. Love and love. Exactly. Having the occasional angsty moment, um, as you're supposed to, because you're that age. Like, he's just figuring uh. himself out. He's like, I could do, I could become a lawyer and not be poor like I was for all my life. Wouldn't that rule? <laughs> it's so funny. Like, now that you're saying it, I don't like ever recall seeing like. Stanford era Sam. People don't like, talk about it. It's just no. Stanford you're on the wrong team. side. You're on the wrong side of Tumblr. Every now and then yeah, I see I mean, some Sam girls. I think Sam it's just girls. us. They, they must. Be. I think it's. You I guys know. I feel like I feel like scary me. Sam girls definitely talk about it. But I, as I just said, they're scary. So I wouldn't know about scary. that. They are sometimes really scary. It's true. And they don't like cast, so it's a hostile environment. This is true. This is very true. Say that. It's it's hard to find. It's hard to find like all of the like all of the characteristics in the one blog. Like mm. someone who is a Sam Stan, but they're not into Winces. Very and big. They like Cass, <laughs> yeah. and they like Dean, and they like Destiel, and they like um like exploring like I don't know queer Sam or just like Sam's relationships and. They don't ship him with like Lucifer or whatever. Like, yes, yeah, okay. Lucifer. shipping him with yes. Lucifer is so nasty. Maybe, maybe Speaking let's talk about, about this that, scene first. Let's talk we'll about yeah. It. Like this is a good. The thing that's upsetting is that yeah. like once you know that these people exist and then you're watching the show, you're like, oh, I guess I kind of see like where you got this from. You that's know what so I mean? Creepy. Like that's what's annoying to me. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to see it from your perspective. Yeah, you're you have a creepy perspective that I don't like. So stop that. But I do see it, especially after this scene. I'm like, okay, I, it's not it's, coming from nowhere. I literally had the same. I had the same thought, Jess. Yeah. I, that's so funny. I had the same thought. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the scene. We see Sam is like alone, sleeping in the hotel, but then um, Jess appears to him again as she did at the start of the episode. Um, he kind of cheesily like, you know, her neck. Uh, after they like do a little snuggle and stuff. Mm. Um, she again is just kind of like, oh, you know, so, you, you know, you're still basically not going back to being a hunter or whatever. And uh, he says, I love you. And then he's like, you know, I miss you too. Um, but you're wrong. People can change. There is reason for hope. That sounded very clunky to me. I don't know. I'm just yeah, there is the reason for it. hope was weird. I, I think the writing in this is just like. Not yeah. Good. Um, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. There is reason for hope. You're going to say it like that? Okay. Sure. Yeah, there is. You could just say um, it's not hopeless. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. That's yeah, weird. Whatever. Yeah, I'm talking weird. Again, let us in that writer's room. Let us, let us fix this Let's show. just go back in time, guys. Let's just <laughs> go back in time. Fix it all. Yeah. <clears throat> the next thing's quite quick, creepy. Um, Jess has her hand on Sam's shoulder because he's, like, facing away. Um, and she morphs into Nick, who we saw in uh, 501, Get Possessed by Lucifer. Um, and it's like, dun, 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 it's been Lucifer this whole time. I guess we've been thinking that it could possibly be like a dream that Sam is having. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure, but this is kind of showing us that in the same way that the angels have previously, I guess, mm. like, is this a dream? Like, yeah. is it still, is this whole scene a dream? Or is it like he's somehow showing himself to Sam? I like to think that like this whole scene is yeah, a dream because that, that metaphysics makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Like we've seen... I think it's implied pretty heavily. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so 
it is interesting. This whole bit. It is interesting that Sam is immediately like, he backs away from this guy and he knows immediately who mm. it is. That's fucked up to me. That is scary. Why does yeah. he know? He's so scared. I think Jared does a good job in that moment to like be really freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as we were joking about his face acting, he does look <laughs> quite scared, I think, in the rest of this scene. And yeah, he, he like reveals that Nick is a is like a secondary Mm. He's he's not the preferable vessel. He's not the true vessel. He's just yeah, he's like a he just kind plan. of works mm-hmm. for now. Um, that's interesting. Where are the backup Michael vessels? Uh, backup Raphael vessels. I guess we see the backup Raphael well, vessel. Yeah, um, yeah, we see backup Michael. Like um, oh, that's true. But that's only in season fifteen. Later on. Yeah, and also oh, true, Adam. Never mind. Let's wrap up this thing because I'm talking way too long. <laughs> Sorry. He basically tells Sam that, like, he can't find him. Um, we know that because of the warnings. Um, but he has to because Sam is his true vessel. Um, you know, Sam's like, no. And then Sam realizes, oh, okay, you need my consent. And he says, like, you know, I'm I'm never going to, like, say yes to you. And then he's like, I'll kill myself before I do. <laughs> and Lucifer's is just like, I'll bring you back. Uh, pretty <sighs> creepy. And then Lucifer tries to kind of, I guess do the kind of plea that we saw him give to Nick as well about like why he should like, like, like what he's thinking about him basically. Mm. Like he says, my heart breaks for you, the weight on your shoulders, what you've done, what you still have to do. It's more than anyone could bear, you know? And then like, like we alluded to before, he says, I will never lie to you. I will never trick you, but you will say yes to me. Why I why did they not continue this energy? Like Lucifer is such a like fun concept of a character and like has been explored so well right. in like so many, you know, different things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they just fucked and it. And they I I mean they really start off so strong with Lucifer. Like they really do bring mm. an energy that is not um like maybe this this kind of vibe for Lucifer has been done before, for sure. Definitely. But they do it yeah, well. But it's like it's fine. Like they do it well. Yeah. Like this is my my favorite way to to understand him. Like he's not like the demons that he made, right? He's not like Alistair. He's not like um, all of his his devotees, like Meg. He's not cruel in this very um, open way. He he. I don't know. He just brings. Uh, a sort of sympatheticness towards other people. Like he seems kind to Sam while he's doing these incredibly creepy things. Like he tricked him into kissing him. Mm. Like that is so scary. Mm. I, I don't know. I just like, there's this undercurrent of, of like terrible, terrible manipulation while he's saying, I'll never lie to you. I'll never trick you. You already did. You already did trick him. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting. He's bringing interesting things. And I think they really could have continued on that. It's very creepy. Um, Sam says, like, you're wrong. Mm. And he says, I'm not. I think I know you better than you know yourself. Which is, get out of, get out of Sam. Get out of his head. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. He didn't do anything. Um, Sam says, why me? And he says, because it had to be you, Sam. It always had to be you. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Last time I'm going to say it because that's, I think, the last line of the episode. That sucks. What that's... are you talking about? Yes. What? 
That is yeah. on par with like you asking your parents, why do I have to do this thing? And they say, because I said so. It's like, that's not an answer. It doesn't make any sense. And you've illuminated nothing. Like, <laughs> what? I guess. What, honestly, a better answer to that would have been because you're the second lead of Supernatural and this is what the story <laughs> is doing. Like, <laughs> I think I think it's supposed to be like the whole thing about like Supernatural is about fate and free will, right? I don't care what it's supposed to be about. It's stupid and sucks and I hate it. <laughs> Say it, Jess. You know what? That's right. I'm done now. I'm finished now. I don't mind it because it's like it. I think that the angels are in like, you know... The- <laughs> They are in a story. Like, they don't know. So he's saying it always had to be you, but that's the story. I wish that he had said just, like, because you were made for me. Like... That would have been creepier and I would have liked it more. Like, <laughs> this is what you were born for or stuff like... Something like that? Yes. Like Yeah, something. Anything. 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 Literally anything besides what he actually said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Did you know that Get Jess didn't like this? She's the stupid. <laughs> um... Just be better at writing. Be better. Be it's better. It's your job. <laughs> it's your job. Um, can I? Are, do we feel finished? Is there anything else you guys want to say about about this episode? Yeah, I think so. I think we can probably jump into the outro. Can I? Can mm-hmm. I ask you guys? I come to you humbly. Uh, would you please, Ella? Would you please hit me with a salt mine and a hard locket? Um. Mm. Salt mine is just the kind of uh, shitty characterization uh, of Cass. Sure. Of course, like, also, like, <laughs> the Sam Keith of it all. Um, <laughs> but maybe we are just missing something. Maybe that is really compelling to some people. And I just, I, I've got my eyes open and I'm still not seeing it. So sorry. Um, and then Heart Locket, I think it is just the kind of... Uh, it's not executed perfectly, um, but the Dean and Cass working together and becoming like actually like friendly, mm. friendly, yeah. Um, and and that just you know keeps compounding, obviously. But I, I think before this we haven't really seen them in that kind of situation. Um, even like you said in four oh three when um Cass is like very sympathetic to Dean is like upset about like just seeing the deal and all that kind of stuff um like that's different like i think that's different from actually like developing a friendship oh sure yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. no i totally agree uh, jess please hit me what would you what what would you like to complain about and what would you like to uh um like (laughs) what haven't i already complained about just i just do it again just do it again (laughs) i just think that the writing in this episode is not very good Mm. it's just it's pretty clunky it's kind of nonsensical it's unbalanced like if i i feel like if i was reading this i would give it a c plus like if i was your teacher it's Uh just like not that good um (laughs) yeah i think like when we before we talked about the episode i i didn't really know how i felt Mm-hmm. And I feel like now we've really, we've really <laughs> critiqued it. I think like... We've really figured out what feels weird. Ripped it to shreds. Yeah. I feel like this episode has a pretty high ranking, like, in fandom when people talk about things. Because it's, oh, like, yeah. fun. It's, like, the first Dean and Cass bonding episode. Like, they're... And they're not doing, like, angel stuff. It's truly just, like, them getting to know each other. I mean, they are doing angel stuff. But, like, 
you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, yeah. but you know, the FBI badge. The, the right, exactly. It has like a lot of cute moments stuff. in it. Yeah. But I think like when you watch the episode as a whole, it does not cohere. It's like, what is going on here? Mm. It just feels really off. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm. And then my heart locket Please. is hard for me to pick i should have thought about this <laughs> we can <laughs> give you a moment ella can edit out the floundering if you need to flounder yeah um, yeah I yeah, will, yeah. I come will. back come back to me <laughs> you take um, a quick look over the transcript <laughs> i'm just gonna have a little coughing fit so we you can yes um, all right you can think about it while i right. cough. Cough, cough for us need this on the mic oh no she probably muted herself this sucks can't even hear gross coughing. Huh. There she is. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, we're all we're all thinking. We're all taking our, our moments. I'm just talking for no reason. Jess, good job um, at not saying um salt locket and heart mind. Yeah, really yeah. good. That was so funny. I was listening in the car and I was like, wait, what did I just say? I'm like, what? I loved it. I when I was editing, I was like, you said it so confidently, like that neither of us picked just like, yeah, just like that's correct. That's, right. that's correct. <laughs> Do you, are you ready, Jess? Oh, you... um, you know what? I really like the conversation with when Cass is when Cass and Dean are talking to the sheriff guy, and <laughs> Cass is just like being himself, just like being incredibly straightforward, and you see like how like uh how fish out of water he is, just just doing like mm. normal human stuff and mm. like specifically the part where <laughs> they're like <laughs> he, he keeps saying demon and dean keeps talking over him so that he doesn't yeah. say demon to this normal human guy <laughs> this cocky was just doing his best he was kind of fun to watch as well yeah i feel like that doesn't bother me like that's like fun to me yeah. versus like all the other it cast stuff was like not i didn't enjoy that much so <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm glad you brought it up. I forgot to talk about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, great. So. What about you? Um, my power might go out, like just now. So if I disconnect mm. for a second, don't stress. Um, I, I do still have a little <laughs> bit of time. Um, what I wanted to tell you guys is, is that my heart locket <laughs> is definitely. Um, no, I'm going to do my salt mine first. Fuck it. My salt line yeah. is the little bitch line. I know that this is just picking, um, like, this is an easy pick, but I, I knew from from the, the, the time that we introduced the bit of the salt line that I would pick this for this episode. <laughs> this is like my, that's my proto salt line. <laughs> so. Um, it stuck out. And uh, my uh, heart locket is I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the the guest stars who played angels um and so for that nice. I'm gonna pick yeah Adrian Pilicki fantastic job Demore Barnes incredible job even Mark Pellegrino did a good job like well mm-hmm. he did a he was all right I feel like Adrian Pilicki really set the tone and he followed mm-hmm. up on that we hate to say it yeah he did fine but um I I really enjoyed Demore Warren's. I, I really I enjoyed his interpretation of Raphael as like this. He's kind of stately, uh-huh. uh, and he's kind of intense. And you know he's he's so hopeless. And to contrast him with someone like Cass, who is all about the hope and the faith, 
I just think it's really fun. I I really, really enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it was really good. Looking forward to see him again. Yes, um, I wish we shout had Shout out more. to Emma Bell, who played Lindsay. Um, <laughs> you really gave it your all. You gave it something. I'm sorry oh. we shat on. Sorry we talked a lot of shit about <laughs> so Lindsay. No, listen, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with what she did. Lindsay, however, is a freak. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. It is the writing, not the acting. There we go, yeah. Yeah. In the trivia, they've noted um, because of the deleted scene where they have sex, um, that's why, like... Sam isn't initially startled when he wakes up and sees a blonde woman in his bed. Um, That's why he like kisses her neck. He's like, oh, this is, that's terrifying. That's actually, okay, I'm back on board. They should have had this scene. When, when he like wakes up and immediately like starts making out with um, Jess, I was like, okay, fun. (laughs) It makes more sense though now that um, he was like thinking that he had like just gotten laid. Or is it, real yeah i don't know i do think it's kind of funny that he like made out with lucifer like kind oh. of funny and horrifying oh boy wow oh boy <laughs> sorry i guess the sam lucifer shippers won this time i don't know what to tell you yeah she did she did a good job and i think that would have made it creepier so maybe they should have had that scene in there um yeah i wonder why they decided to not include it maybe they just didn't have the space like maybe they were just like well something's gotta go yeah, and they decided not to pick one of True. the hunter scenes for some reason, even though those guys were so boring. <laughs> uh, sorry to those men. Sorry to those they men. They all have like full names. <laughs> They're like Tim, Reggie, and something else. Like it's lame ass names. <laughs> anyway. That's hilarious. Reggie. <laughs> who, the, who the fuck's called Reggie these days? Get real. Two of the actors are like on the show multiple times one's on one other time and another one of them is on twice once it one of them's in faith okay all right yeah, ju- it's then just also... like law and order they do that on law and order all the time <laughs> yeah. i mean genre shows will do these things procedurals they will also do these things um yeah i think we we should get out of here uh just just to be safe and i kind of yeah the fact that we've been talking for quite a long time um my sister went to six flags yesterday (laughs) are you gonna tell me these things while i'm trying to outro us yeah (laughs) okay do you think she had fun six flags like a park like like it's like an amusement park oh my god oh great is there just one of them no there's a bunch of them all over all right um well good for your sister i hope she had fun i would just like to say Thank you guys so much for joining us. Oh, there's one in Sydney. Jesus Christ. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh my God. All right. Okay. Sorry. It's fine. We're fine. I'm fine. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we recorded this, I think we've mentioned before, on September 18th. Uh, and it's really fun um, to be able to hang out with you guys on cast day and to talk about cast. Yeah. That rules. Yay, I think cast day. That everyone should do that. Cast day. It's no longer a cast day for me. I'm in the future. She's in the future. <laughs> um, it's so now I will go back to being normal and not talking about cast at all. That's a lie. But if you guys are ever, ever looking for us, you can DM, no, yes, DM us on Twitter or tweet at us on Twitter. Jesus, why am I saying it this way? Hey, you no, can find you us this. on Twitter. <laughs> 
You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at the cast cost, and you can email us um, at the cast cost at gmail.com. Um, and we look forward to hearing from you if that's something you're into. We've had a great time talking about this episode. Yeah. And we hope you have a good time listening to it. All right. See you next week where we talk oh about a very special episode. Really special. Um, yeah, five or four the end. We're we're gonna have some things to say. It's it's gonna be a big one, I feel like, and I'm sorry for that. But for like, sure, for there's sure. There's a reward. All right. Um, lot going on with Cass. Lot going on with Cass, and we are after all the Cass cost. So we're gonna head out, and uh, thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Love you. <laughs> love you. I love the little love you that you always put in there. It's so cute. I feel like if I don't say it now, it's like, it's not going to sound as nice or something. I don't know. They won't know. I've got to say it. Good morning, Jess. What's Hi. up? I want to hear about whatever your thing was. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So this morning. Okay. All right. So the power goes out at eight o'clock, which means it should be back at 10, um, a 10, right? Because it's scheduled in two hour intervals um and <laughs> and like <laughs> so i'm washing the dishes and just like doing little chores while the power is out and uh i made myself an iced coffee and this big old uh beer glass like with a handle and everything it's like a weird mug and i was drinking that and doing the dishes and washing uh, watching like youtube and whatnot and um the dogs like one of them wanted to come inside so i let him in and then he just stood there he just stood in the kitchen for like 10 minutes just like looking at me while i'm doing all these things (laughs) and then eventually because i didn't let the other dog in because he didn't want to come in i like called him and everything and i was like what do you want of me (laughs) to the dog in the kitchen and he he didn't do anything. I like pet him and tried to cajole him. Eventually, I take the trash out and um, like the, the other dog decides to come in. Great, grand, fantastic. He comes in. I go get because they have these like little mattresses, like like they're mm-hmm. little beds, and we put them outside when they're outside and um, inside when they're you know mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I'm getting at here. Um, <laughs> And so I went to fetch them so that they would have somewhere to lie down in the house. Um, they chose to ignore those and to lie on the rug, which I totally get. It's very hot. It's like 30 degrees today. Um, and what else? Oh, and then, and then I'm like, okay, because Jack had an ear infection a while ago. So we had to uh, like use these eardrops on her, but she would flick them all out of her ear all the time and it made her hair around her ears very sticky and so she has these like <laughs> little knots by her ears that i'm trying to get out <laughs> and clean properly and it's a whole thing and i'm like okay well i can't edit the podcast now because the power is out and my laptop has like zero battery capacity i would be able to do like two things and then the thing would die so there's no point <laughs> and i and i sit down with jack and uh a little comb and a little pair of scissors because i'm like i have a plan i'm gonna like snip it out but like not in an ugly way i'm gonna go at it vertically. it's a whole thing and 
Oh, hold on a second. Taz, come back home. Come back home. Gaan uit. 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 Oh, zij is zoet om. Okay. Um, and then... <laughs> and then, the as I sit down, the power comes back on. Because... Okay, all right. I'm like fine. And then whenever the power comes back on, things start the 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 home alarm system, it starts oh, beeping. Uh-huh. It's like we it was off for a little bit. Is everything okay? And you have to go turn it off. And um sometimes it doesn't take. You have to do it like three times. And I was like walking up and down and in the middle of this like going into my room my or my parents' room for, finding the little remote, switching it off, putting the remote down in the place where it's supposed to be. I'm like, oh, sh- I can't find my iced coffee. And I look around at like the dishes and it's not, it's not in the cupboard, the mug. <laughs> the mug's not in the cupboard and it's not on the sink. So I didn't finish it and wash it. I just can't find uh-huh. it. And in the middle of this, the beeping starts back up again. All right, and then the beeping starts. I go back to the room and I switch it off again, and I put it back where where in its little spot. And I'm walking around as I exit the room. It starts beeping again. Then I walk back in to switch it off again, and like the. <laughs> It's, it's, it starts beeping, but I, I'm like, oh, all right, because I can't trust, I can't trust this uh-huh. thing now, because it's on this lanyard. I put the lanyard around my neck because I can't trust myself with this small item, because I lost a beer mug oh. as big as my face. <laughs> also, this is like a but sitcom I, I was just going to say, like, this is the like, comedy of errors. Actually, not even sitcom. <laughs> this is like cartoon <laughs> level. Kidding. This is like, <laughs> it was killing me. And of course, the minute I sit down to edit, <laughs> the, it, the beeping stops. Like I have this lanyard around my neck, like I'm some kind of <laughs> idiot. <laughs> it was just a terrible Okay, so time. I'm, oh wait, then... is that the end of the story? <laughs> Did the... you find the beer mug? I'm imagining a scenario that, like, one of the dogs is drinking the iced coffee. Found it. How did they get up? <laughs> that not what happened. Yeah. <laughs> must be. But what did they do with the mug? They just hold it in their little paw, like. <laughs> You'll never know. You don't know what they get up to. <laughs> oh. It's killing me. This is killing me. I don't know what I did. I told my parents this whole story. They're like, which, uh, like, gloss did you use? Because how do you know that you didn't just finish and wash it? I tell them it's this beer mug one. They're like, how did you... Lo-? First of all, why did you make that much iced coffee? And then second of all, how did you lose it? I'm like, I'm asking you guys to help me. Did you check, like, the cupboard and stuff? No, I lost it. I did. I checked. I checked the fridge. I checked the freezer. I checked everywhere. I feel insane. I don't know how I have. I put many a thing in the. And then also yesterday. Do you remember yesterday when I told you guys I was gonna go visit my Mm. friend in the hospital, 
I went to the wrong hospital. She'd been transferred to oh. a different hospital and nobody told me. Oh, so I, went, <laughs> I called her. I called her. She's like, I'm in the reception area <laughs> with the couches. I'm like, I'm there and you're definitely not here. Oh. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and eventually we figure it out. She's at a different hospital. Ugh. So I'm going to go visit her maybe tomorrow sometime this week. I see, so. I see. That's that's where I'm at. You're yeah, in your, yeah. Uh, flea bag era. I'm in my sitcom era. You know, I'm in my. I was gonna say era, Elaine. I was <laughs> literally about to say Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never watched an episode of Seinfeld, but I get the idea. That's what happens on on this show, right? Yeah, it's a good show. You should watch it. I just there are too many good shows for me to watch them all. So. I, but it's like it's Seinfeld. And I, instead, I'm rewatching Supernatural, so yeah. you know, like. So you're busy. I understand. <laughs> You've never watched any episode. But how are you guys? Not not once in my life. No. Wow. Yeah. It was like required viewing. Like. <laughs> it was on every day. Yeah, I feel like it's just on TV. Yeah, I don't. Maybe they just didn't show it here, or if they did, I just missed it. Maybe it's know. not um, religious enough. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, I would boy. say. <laughs> Hi, listeners. Sorry, we totally forgot to say the cast count for this episode. It was 18 minutes and 10 seconds, which is our longest cast count yet. We love to see it. Okay, bye.